You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 3, Episode 2. Tonight we're going to, uh, tonight we're going to continue character creation okay. in Dresden Files. Can I just be Paul Rudd? Yeah. You just want to rename your character Paul Rudd? <laughs> um, so where we left off... The dancing one, Tim and Eric show. That's a good one. That's a good introduction. So where we left off uh, last week, we did, uh, so I guess I'll do the recap. Get going, basically. Recap. We start, uh, last week we started with uh, city creation. We got, we created our three themes and threats for San Francisco. We created our status quo, both supernatural and mundane. And we laid out a bunch of movers and shakers. So I'm going to remind everyone what uh, what the uh, things are, because so, it's going to come into play while building the characters. So our San Francisco has a theme of if you di- if you dig deep, you'll find. Oh wait, you'll find something. That was the idea, the sketch idea. Sorry. The aspect is if you dig up old ground, you awaken old powers. So touching into the whole t- touching into the whole sort of like change in culture of the city, gentrification, it touches that a little bit, but it's about that expansion and that that destroying old things is dangerous. Uh, we our other two are threats. The first one is the red court feeding on the homeless, which we copied over from our trial uh, game because we liked that one a lot. It's nice and good. We'll probably copy over the faces as well. Nancy Nanny Albright and Chuckles the Tramp. Nancy um, and finally, our last threat was a new one, which is the Black and Daenerys have chosen San Francisco. So it's a, it's a threat that the um, one or more of the members of the Black and Daenerys are, um, have decided to start doing the, what they do in San Francisco, and that just means bad news for everyone involved. Our uh, status quo is, uh, the supernatural status quo is, there's an understanding here, keep it quiet, and we'll all be happy. San Francisco is a... In the supernatural sense, it's sort of a sleepy town. It's It's been the same way it's been for a while, and they like it. The Red Court doesn't feed too much. They only feed on the homeless. There's an understanding. We know that we've got, uh, you know, we've got the corrupt brass of the police that are sort of in on enough of it that are like, we've all we've got a balance here, and things are good enough. That's the supernatural status quo. The mundane status quo is gentrification, tech boom, wealth gap, with a vibrant culture surrounding it, surrounding it all. Okay. Um, our movers and shakers. So we came up with the politicians who... Um, actually, I'll just read them. I'm not going to list where they all are. But So we have our politicians, um, mostly in the dark. We have Cron 4 News in the dark news station. Uh, we have political activists looking to rock the boat, but are also in the bar- dark. As we start moving more towards in the know, we've got the cops, the... Sh- the, the, the um, the beat cops, the, the patrol cops, the, the, feet, the boots on the ground are slightly in the know um, and are looking to rock the boat because they know stuff is going on, but they get blocked by the corrupt brass, who are quite a bit in the know and want to maintain the status quo. They've got corrupt, you know, agreements with the, uh, with the powers, with the supernatural powers that be here. Um, we've got straight in the middle is the big, dumb, dangerous beasts as a theme. Uh, definitely touching into that theme of if you uh, dig up old ground, you awaken old powers. There are there are things uh, awakening and things crawling through the night that uh, weren't always here doing this, I think. Um, we have the Hobo News uh, publication, 
which is uh, a little bit towards in the know and is definitely looking to rock the boat. They won't change. We've got our hipster wizards, <laughs> who are, of course, naturally <laughs> wanting to rock the boat. We've got um, the White Court of Knob Hill, who are happy with the current status quo. We have the Old Powers, which are uh, smack dab in the middle of rocking the boat or status quo, but definitely in the know. We've got the Red Court, looking to maintain the status quo, and we have the Black and Denarius, looking to rock the boat. So those are all of our things. Politicians, Cron 4, Political Activists, The Cop, Big Dumb Dangerous Beasts, Hobo News, Hipster Wizards, Black and Denarius, Old Powers, The Corrupt Brass, White Court of Knob Hill, and The Red Court. And of course, this is another... Mover or shaker comes up, we just plop it into this list. This is just a worksheet to sort of plot out to make sure we fill in some gaps. What this does mean that as we're uh, working on our phases tonight, phases one through five, if it ever, if you ever get the inkling to pull in, well, maybe it has something to do with the press. Make sure that it has something to do with Cron 4 or the Hobo News. If you want to involve the police, make sure to touch the fact that the, the, the brass is corrupt and the cops are the ones that are, you know, really trying to look into things. You know, if there's going to be a beast, make it a big, dumb, dangerous beast. So the idea is like, we want everything to surround what we put on this worksheet, be it locations, which we haven't done yet, um, themes, threats, uh, movers, shakers, status quo, just have it, try to have it involved whenever possible because it will make more of our characters connected to everything that's going on in the city um, in a long-term fashion. Um, so that was uh, what we got to, and then we started doing, uh, we started doing character creation, we went around the table, we at least had people start touching on high concepts and troubles, and that is where we went. That, that's where we got to. I'm gonna grab the books. So we can go through the steps. So, getting more comfortable. I like the trouble aspect that I am. I see the I like good. That a lot. I see the good in all people. Because that's a, um... It's a trouble. I it's want a trouble. you guys to compel... Oh, sorry, I keep interrupting. Yeah. I guess there's no time I guess we should say, who doesn't have their high concept and trouble locked down? That wants help uh, sort of brainstorming with the, with the group. Mm. I should say, if you don't have it locked down, we will brainstorm with the group. Okay. Because we need and to have it locked down. In your brain? Is that everyone? Everyone's got bit. it? No, I got a little bit. Um, so, so, slight tweak. Jensen Padalecki, as created and devised, does exist in this world still. This guy is his ne nephew. Oh, you're mo so you're moving further away from the from the. So both character. named Jensen. Both named Jensen. Yeah. Uncle. Uncle Jensen. Yeah. Uncle Jay. Yeah. Uh, I was okay. thinking of having his trouble be his uncle. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle is a problem. I like that. We ha we don't have a trouble that's Listen, directly. Alice well, knows a thing her or two um about Brim uncle. Brim had a trouble yeah. that was that was family. her sort of uh, black sheep of the family, mm -hmm. and so it's it's definitely it's definitely good uh, trouble fodder is familial uh, issues, right? Yeah, you know, he's um, my uncle, who is legit. I mean, I, I believe in all the monster stuff, hunter stuff, too. I do that as well, a little bit, but not nearly as extremely as he does. And uh, he's in San Francisco running around and is wanted by the cops. He's currently right. attending the University of San Francisco. Nice. Nice. What? Uh, like adult classes? Okay. I haven't decided. I was thinking he maybe eventually wants to be a librarian, but I'll have to transfer to San Jose State for that. They don't actually have a program. Oh, University that. of San Francisco. <laughs> I um, want to be a librarian? Literature. Yeah, eventually. And they don't have a class for that? No, they don't have a... You have to get a master's degree, and they don't have only have certain programs. What about yeah, a... They only have it at San Jose State and somewhere... Uh, I, are we still talking about your character? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, sorry, I got it. <laughs> 
The problem with it being San Francisco is that it can very easily. I'm glad someone asked that. I was like, wait, I looked down for one second. Look down for one second and like, does Sam want to be a librarian? Like, it's kind of cool. That's where the that's where San Francisco State University is, I think. The other one is over there. He knows because he just said it. I went and looked it up. What do you major in to be a librarian? It's a master's degree program, so I hadn't figured it was undergrad yet. No, no, but what do it what is does, a, there's an ALA Association of Librarians of America uh, accredited so program. There's actually only two universities in California. Oh, so you end up you sciences. end up with a degree in being a librarian. Library, library sciences, sciences. Yeah. and they have a program gotcha. at San Jose State, and I think another one in Southern California somewhere. Cool. All right. I was googling this earlier. Um, well, that's awesome. Well, so, do you have? He's a high... on the college rifle team, which also oh, University of San Francisco does have, and they do compete against other intercollegiate colleges. Yeah, trip, That's awesome. Trip. So he's a college student. He's a college Probably. student. I love it. I really like that. That's cool. We didn't actually bring in any sense of education in our trial. Like, no no higher education or, or high school or anything. We didn't do schools or anything. So I kind of like, like bringing that in, because there's a lot of a lot of cool storytelling potential when you yeah. bring in when you bring in schools. You get youth, and the get... University of San Francisco is run by the Jesuits. Mm. And I'm thinking of having some awesome. sort of connection between the Ooh, like the, the what's the hell the something Umbrorum Venatorium Umbrorum. Eventually, he's got like a familial connection to that. He's not in it completely. Like mm. I was thinking, like maybe his grandfather was in, and like maybe he was training his kids, but then the grandfather died, and then they moved, and so they're sort of like. He's got a line in, but he's not in right now. I could see that in the future. Um, someone Story asked. A, someone asked a really good question. No white council wizards in our movers and shakers. They are a major player, especially in, in the Dresden books. And uh, my thought on that is, this is taking place during the Vampire War. Um, the the Red Court is at war with the White Council, meaning the White Council is busy. They're fighting battles and stuff all over the world. San Francisco is specifically, uh, keep it quiet, we'll all be happy. It has so far not been one of the hotbeds of activity um, surrounding the uh, surrounding the war. And the Red Court, they got a good system here. They're unlikely to want to push that. Um, so that's why the White Court is essentially not a mover or shaker here in San Francisco. It's not a place that is a priority for them at the current time. Now, that could certainly change if anyone... Wants it to change, we can certainly change it. But that's I my think thoughts I can on see why it not changing here. as like the story progresses. I, I, I as see the Red Court does yeah. more bad stuff, and as the Brotherhood of the Denarius or whatever does more bad stuff, that's going to draw attention. Yeah, yeah. But my main thought is that like we're 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 sitting in a period where the the White Court is narratively uh, a bit occupied with things that are more important to them, so we're they probably them. won't be showing up for <laughs> even moderately important things that they would ordinarily maybe get their stick their noses mm -hmm. into. Um, that. Right now, it just doesn't rate. Um, so, leaving it to people like your characters to have to take care of their city when trouble comes knocking, right? So, get a little bit of justification there. Um, so, ooh, that was close. Uh, your high concept. Uh, still, mortal monster hunter. I was wasn't sure to include a college student in that somehow. I think uh, I don't think you need to put that in there. I think you can work that in um, to your Maybe other aspect. aspect or something. Yeah. Maybe on monster hunter. Yeah. You also don't have to have everything that is true about your character be an aspect. Undergraduate monster hunter. 
You could do undergraduate Monster Hunter. That actually works pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> done that. It's actually kind of cool. Oh my God, have you ever seen a werewolf? <laughs> That's so cool. It does. It does evoke. It does evoke a little more uniqueness than just mortal. Yeah, like it. Yeah. Establishes a. Uh, Oh, that's great. You have knowledge. <laughs> Rush for the monster hunting fraternities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think you can just hunt vampires like this? Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> Which one's a vampire? Which one's a vampire now? It's gonna show up in a toga. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's Rush Week. Guys, a little late. And his name is Jensen, and his uncle is also named Jensen. So at some point, he was actually named for his uncle. Jensen's in trouble. We go. Wait, we don't go to the nephew. I mean, both. <laughs> we helped one of them last time. About trouble. That's excellent. What about trouble? You said you were thinking about working in the uncle. I, I mean, that that kind of seems like there's an easy connection there. I, I think it's, I think it's got a lot of potential. And 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 keep in mind, everything that we're bu building here is like it's just the starting point of your character. Right. Um, the aspects can and should, and we will probably enforce the aspects changing as you complete small storylines and stuff, because your character should evolve based on their recent experiences, so... I mean, I'll be honest, if, if you are a monster hunter, there is no greater liability than than a family member who also hunts monsters. Yeah. He's actively getting into and trouble. And there's more over that line than right. you are. You could bring yeah. in, you had the whole, like, family trade, family curse thing going in, kind of brainstorming last time. It could be something like... Uh, you don't even. It could be specific to Jensen, but it could also be that amongst the monster hunt, the monsters, your family is known as monster hunters. So mm -hmm. it's kind of thing like if you're interacting with a monster, they're already aware that you are not someone they're going to be friendly with. Interesting. Okay, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, could like be branded like by reputation, branded <clears throat> by my family. Yeah, family. Family trade, family curse, monster hunting is the worst. <laughs> oh god. Um, <laughs> so, so are you so are you, are you feeling like best. have it are you feeling like having it be like that uncle specifically? Um or just family. Well how would it get invoked and compelled? Let's think about it. Well, I mean what's the the I, I was starting starting from the just general like concept. Do you like it being about this this older monster hunter. I think I kind of like it. I mean, the family thing may come into it more, but I think I like it for right now. Being a specific I like having it specifically the crazy uncle. So I think so. So narratively, yeah, narratively, then the what? What is it? Is it the fact that he's he's crazy? The fact that he's um, he's, he's like so he's so into it that it's dangerous. Uncle Jensen's been. Up he does it like he 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 has no restraint. That's kind of the vibe he had before. Like he has a bounty in both worlds. That was a story we were telling yeah, about yeah. him. Okay. Like, so how does that impact? How does it impact character? me? Like, I feel he's family though. Like, I gotta like if he gets into trouble, he's gonna drag me out there and do stuff. Um, or because you, you can keep it. We can, we can word it dead simple and then maybe make it more flavorful or not. Because, it, but it could be like, you know, it could be like. My uncle takes us way too seriously. No, that's like sort of disparaging. It's could more like, like family debts could actually and... work pretty simple. Just family debts, like I feel like it's not quite specific enough. No, okay. Um, the Jensen's owe a debt. Well, no, his first that, name is Jensen. Right. Yeah, but that gets away from that gets away <laughs> like, from. There's more than one of them. The uncle. Well, that's true. There are two Jensens. Okay. Um, Which one owes the debt? Uh, uh, but you want it to be about the uncle specifically, not the family. 
I could go either way. I mean, okay. if, if there's not, a, if we're not seeing a lot of good story potential for the uncle thing, I can just no. I, I see a lot of story potential. I'm just having trouble uh, wording it into a sentence. Yeah. Um, okay. I think there's a ton, a ton of story potential of having this person be out there that is, um, like you said, too, too gung ho. Like, My yeah. uncle's raising what, what was the wording you used? Not no restraint. No restraint. So yeah, it could be. My uncle shows no restraint. Uh. Loose cannon for an uncle. Loose cannon for an uncle. That that's not that's not bad. So that's yeah, that's the sort of wording I was trying to get towards. Yeah, like, okay. Loose cannon for an uncle. You you could just write that down. That is an that aspect. Works. Is it the best yeah. wording for it? I don't know yet. But we'll you could just write it down and, and let it percolate, see if something yeah. better comes. We'll put that for but, now. but I like it. It, it. it explains what it is. The problem is the way that will get compelled is you're off doing something and your uncle's gonna show up. Trying yeah. to help, Drunk but it's going again. to cause problems, right? You know, or he calls yeah. you up at a wrong time and needs your help doing it, and you know how he gets if you say no to him, yeah. right? So it's like these sorts of things can come, but then also easily invocable when you need that loose cannon and uh, you know. To yeah. And when he does come in, maybe he doesn't do exactly what I want him to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you invoke it one round, it. the next round it'll be compelled right back at you, right? Yeah. So, um. I like that. I think it's great. Okay, I could even cool. see it like, okay, guys, remember, we're gonna try and sneak into this like white court vampire party. Just pretend that we got invited here, and then we compel like, oh wait, Uncle Jensen already raised hell here. <laughs> They're watching out for us. That kind of thing. Like we show up. And yeah, just bodies and everything. Or we show up. Yeah, currently here. Maybe he's there, but also I like the idea of just being like, Storm already came through. Mm -hmm. Like, like he didn't find the guy we're looking for. But he has completely, like, muddied the, yeah, like, the exactly. water. We're not going into clean situations. As a quick thing, one sentence, I don't know if it's restraint, or what, how is Nephew Jensen different than Uncle Jensen? How is Nephew Jensen, uh... Like, I know there's a lot of yeah. cases in the studying, so like that, but, like, if if there was a, like, what's the most I'm seeing obvious, Jensen as being more like... A younger, it's almost a little bit, like, racism a little bit. He hates... Monster. All things monster supernatural. Uncle Jensen. Uncle Jensen. Okay. Uncle Jensen is sort of that way. I think Jensen is just trying to make the world a better place. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Interesting. So the okay, other one, yeah, he's yeah. he's like completely tunnel vision, destroy. You know, if it, well, well, yeah, he had that his high concept. Was it a monster? Right? Is a monster? Is one of them? Or when things go bump in the night, I bump back. Yeah, like he is really just about like till the goddamn. It's monster. kind of a. The other guy is like path. these yeah. things are causing problems, and I want to help my world. Like, yeah. it's just a much more, like, sort of... It was, uh, what was the quote well, I came it's much up more with? Positive. It's, uh, some Latin quote. Just gonna have him do. Oh, it was yeah. the... The Nemo vir esque mundum non reddit meliorum. What man is a man who does not make the world better? What? Well, he is an undergrad, so... I told you the name of his throw character. He's gonna throw a smell like that when you be like, jeez. Oh my god, if you could work in... That would be pretty amazing. If you wanted yeah. that to be the character concept. Guys, as we all know, Proust once said. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the stereotypical, like, alright, this person's clearly the sophomore, in I know a lot about things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you, yeah. You, could, you could bring that in. It could even end up being an aspect. Hell, it could be compelled against you. Like, Guys. that undergrad could be compelled against you to basically be like, yeah. you have experience, but, like, you're still just starting out, and Listen, there's like sometimes I'm, the real world like I'm halfway through my be a fun way to get to compel the college student. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you guys cool. even know what it's so, like to be a female vampire out there? <laughs> I actually read an article about it um, last yeah, week. Yeah. I read the title yeah. of the article. Man, I read a, a listicle about. I read the comics in a very charged Reddit. You guys, <laughs> need, you guys <laughs> need to meet my professor. Mm -hmm. you just. 
It's gonna blow your mind. Turns out he's a vampire. <laughs> Turns out and he's totally cool. He's a really articulate vampire. Um, he's a high functioning. Uh, let's high concept and trouble. Everyone else has their high concept and trouble. Uh, I'm still working on my trouble. Um, let's do it. Johnny Sausalito. Uh, I kind of want it to be something involving like he just pretty much follows this book that he has. He doesn't actually slave to the book. Slave to the book. Well, slave to the weird dragon guy who possesses you and makes you kill people. He's right. Well, that doesn't happen all the time. Though. So your your high concept has it in there, right? Like, because that's a required, Hand right? Dragon, present, yeah. Okay. Um, Avid reader. <laughs> yeah, and so, was it a- I, sorry, I missed. I missed what the prompt for the for the trouble was. You wanted so he uh, pretty much whatever is in that book. Like he lives by this book, and the book kind of sometimes tells him things that uh, weren't in the book before. I live by the book. I was about to say it could be it could be I, I live by the book, book, or it could say. Always by the book. Always by the book. But Always the book has the to be book. capitalized and like yeah. double underlined. I think it's a great one. <laughs> Always by the, the book. book. Always, Always by, by the book. book. Like asterisk, and the book is the specific. And this is the book. <laughs> 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 with a, with a line <laughs> the line to the drawing of the book. But he reads it a lot. He like this does, does he if he read something in it that was like <gasps> ominous? Someone about, does feel very strongly that being the left hand of the dragon would be better than the, the right hand. hand. Oh. Because the left hand is the like. In it's the what you shadows. wipe your ass with. It's, it's pretty dark. <laughs> Dragons don't wipe their ass. In traditional, like. Yeah, yeah. You I don't shake people with your left hand because that's your poop. You, hand. you, <laughs> no, it's perfect because you take care of shit for the dragon. <laughs> but yeah, it does oh, kind geez. of. The right hand is like, there's only one of you. Like, it is your, your moderately famous. If someone knows the dragon, they know the right hand of the dragon. The left hand is definitely. Who's, I could, who's that guy? I could see left that as a little bit more, you're the, in the shadows. Yeah. I, I mean, that's there is a dark kind of quality to that. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, but uh, left-handed people. My brother's left-handed. But if you <laughs> Western, sinister. in Western esotericism, that's a Latin joke. The left-hand path is equated with malicious black magic, and the right-hand path is with benevolent white magic. Right. That's not necessarily voice. Dresden verse. Actually, the Dresden verse. I don't know if it's ever come up. Dresden verse does have a uh, right-hand versus left-hand. Um, thing with magic, and I can't remember which direction. I read the book. The he said he like emits Magically. force from his right side or something. <laughs> one is one is in and the other is out. Like, it, it always. It's like, fl- one, it, magic either like flows left to right or right to left. I can't remember which one. Yeah, it, 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 it came up in the... I just I finished the second book this week. I grabbed the third. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like his, his blasting rod and his staff one line. It always exerts out of his right side or something. It doesn't come up much in the rest of the series, but it is a thing. Um, uh, but yeah, I was gonna ask you basically, I can't find how to search for what's the meaning of like the right hand of what the right hand of someone definition. <laughs> what does it mean to be someone's right well, hand? You say you're oh, you go right hand, hand man. man. There we go. Left hand man, right hand man. A trusted helper, blah, 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 blah. Is there, do they have left hand? You're looking for I remember, the, like, uh, Christianity, like, standing on the right hand of God well, as a think, thing versus his left or something. That was yeah, a thing. Yeah, the devil's always on the left shoulder. Okay. Well, uh, but it's a perfect mix God has a good side. You know, like, a when they've taken all the pictures. Like, look yeah, at him all the pictures. My left hand man. 2011 movie. That makes sense. We should watch My left foot. That's my character's trouble. He's also played by Daniel Bailey. He's also played by Daniel Lewis, <laughs> and every day it switches which movie. Le Merde. 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 Le Mer
So does he? So does he refer to the book a lot? Like, is that like a big part of his daily life, or so, is it like yeah. just always in the back of his mind? So in in some Both fiction, actually. in some in some definitions, it's the left hand is like the spy master, or like shady follower. The right hand man is the like visible, the like the person that stands next to you and is like your trusted advisor. And the left hand, the left hand man would be the would be the in the shadows, like right hand's your best like man. Like left hand's the guy who kills all your enemies and makes sure they don't show up at the wedding. Yeah. Does the dirty work? Uh, I think it's actually yeah, it's kind of a cool well, reference that, that I didn't know. That was that's his high concept though, right? Yeah. And then yeah. Always so, by the book was the always by the book. Yeah. I, I like that. It's yeah. simple. It's a little vague if you don't know the context. But I think I'm moving towards that oh, being. We'll all be remind me, what's the, the general context. tone of the book? Like it was a lot of weird stuff from the things. It's like is there Lovecraft kind of Lovecraftian kind of like dark gods type of thing? But it's like very like uh, subtle. Okay. Like, you know, I like cosmic horror kind cosmic of stuff. Cosmic horror, but kind of how it plagues this family. They're like a bunch of short stories involving this family. Is it, is it subtly to the point that your guy is almost conspiracy theorist asking that he's noticed the patterns and they're so subtle that if he read a story to one of us, we'd be like, yeah, it sounds like a crazy short story. And you'd be like, no, this character represents San Francisco and this character represents the undead. Like, is it is it that or is it like, and then Johnny Salcedo walked down the street and stabbed a hobo and said for Strasing <laughs> like, like I think maybe like not so much like in the crazy conspiracy theorist kind of guy but just like in a really like naive somewhere like, between those two it's yeah. the you read I'm gonna I'm gonna play the undergraduate here for a moment you read the play by oh no I'm forgetting the name. About the King and Yellow stuff still? I can only think Chambers? Alexandre Dumas. <laughs> I think uh, a good idea would be to make is to is to touch on the, the <laughs> contents and sort of touch on the contents okay. and the meaning of the book, at okay. least in By one of your Camus. aspects. Okay. Guys, we're talking about his character. I, I'm adding the yeah, middle. Oh, okay, 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 so the Plague by Camus is about a plague hits a town and how the town deals with that. It's actually about Nazis. About Nazis. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of how I see that, like, a plague came to San Francisco, but really it's about, like, this certain enemy or something. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's the metaphor. Because the content of the book is so important, you should make sure that it gets uh, probably defined uh, a little bit in at least one of your other aspects. That's a good that idea. Good. Sort of like what, what, what the book means, or, or just at least a one-liner. Like, of what's what the philosophy of the book as far yeah. as, like... Classic D and D orientations. Is it an oh, evil book? Is it a good book? One, one more quick detail. There's I'm only curious one about good is, book, is, Sam. Have we seen the book and have we seen the content? Like, could one of us Excellent. read it, or is it like? It's a readily available it's book. It's a paperback science fiction. Okay, okay. find it in used books. Okay, so is it really? it's a readily yeah. available no, book. Like, like, well, fictional. It's based like, on yeah. one. It's yeah. So he has it, but then he. But he has a signed author's copy. He has a signed author's copy, and he read the first time he read it. It was just straight the the straight book. But the more that he reads it, there's like more stuff that he sees in the book that wasn't there before that other people don't necessarily. Is it notice. unique to his copy? Um, I was trying to. Or if he lost it, he picked up another one. I, I like yeah. that it's it it depends on the reader, not the yeah, book. Yeah, I like that. You lose your book, you go to the bookstore, you get another one, and it's the the the, the those meanings Creepy. he found are still there. Okay, yeah. so. It's him? it's in the text. I like it's in, that. The, so it's in the text in some manner. I do like that. That the 
that the words themselves yeah. carry it. It's not like he has an enchanted version of the book. So I wouldn't mind him tripping out if he lost his copy, but then yeah. finding out that he just gets another copy. But I, I just, I get the feeling that that if he were to be like, so this is my story and explain it to someone else, you'd be like, okay, so either he's in touch with some like really hardcore old magic, or he's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that, because like you tell that story, it's like, well, we live in a world of magic, but even that seems far-fetched, man. Like... You're like my my book tells me to do things. Like, is uh, the book related mine to the dragon? Mine does too, but it's the Bible. Um, the book. Does your stuff like burning? And he kind of knows this in some in some kind of indirect way. And has he met the dragon? The book is actually written by the dragon. Okay. It's like he kind of uh, the way somehow published the a science fiction novel. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And he uh, this is how he communicates with people, and especially his his hands, his left hand. So has he met the dragon in person? Um, not that he knows of. So he's, he has a book that he's getting weird things about, and he occasionally kills people. Yeah. Unknowingly, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, well it's we're like going to find that out more about his like, backstory. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be fleshing all this yeah. out in the backstory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we could yeah. spend an entire session yeah. talking okay. about any specific character. I want to make okay. sure we get to every person's high concept and trouble. Thanks. And so if you do have it, let's go around the table and say what they are. So, undergraduate monster hunter, loose cannon for an uncle. Uh, werewolf ex-convict, making right. When I'm a wolf, I'm a wolf. Oh, you're sticking with that trouble. I like that. I like it. Really yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's got a lot of stuff that could come out of that. Uh, heavy-handed Terramancer, who is blinded by ambition. Blinded by ambition. Yes, literally. Okay, awesome. Yes, okay. I, I am the only ghost whisperer in Chinatown, and I can't run from a sacred ancestral pact. Ooh. I like it. We're definitely going to hear a lot more about that sacred ancestral pact. Two-fisted Jewish exorcist, and I see the good in all people. I love that trouble. I, think it's, I, yeah. I see I was, the good in all people is uh, is really cool. Um, Greg, how about you? That's a good point. I haven't done it at all. Uh, well, we can always use more NPCs. We let's, gotta, uh, let's hear it. Yeah, let's let's figure it out. So I, I have the the, the concept. I need a pencil. Got lots over here. Here, here, here. So she is a Jewish she is a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need a pencil with. She's the good in most people. Yeah, Some people? We have like a million of them. Yeah, they're all into this thing. Here, oh. Here's some more. Okay, hey, just, just... Alright, sorry. <laughs> I don't know which ones are good. <laughs> we keep breaking them um, by throwing them. <laughs> okay, so... Magician shop owner with the sight. Well, what's yeah. the idea behind so it? So, the idea behind her is she is a... Uh, she owns a shop. She owns a curio shop in um, uh, The Hate. And it is, uh, it's like a, it's a, like a tourist trap. It's got a bunch of like wizard staffs and stuff, real booming business wands. during the height of the, of the Harry Potter, uh, popularity, like just magic wands and hats and, but you know, like stuff that like looks like maybe authentic stuff, like a gnarled staff and, and, uh, you know, po funny potions and stuff. And there's just straight up touristy stuff too, like a potion, but it, it's like a it's a it's like a soda or a drink, right? It's like so just like retail stuff, but also some stuff that's like a little unique. Um, and the secret of the shop um, that's not like super secret in the supernatural world is that uh, she also does stock actual um, magic, potent uh, magical, po things. potent magical things uh, as as basically like a thrift shop, right? Mm -hmm. So people will uh, people will pawn stuff to her, oftentimes unknowing that it actually does contain some sort of power, be it from uh, you know, religious things that have a lot of sort of like belief and history in them, which mm -hmm. there's a lot of like 
magic in belief and faith in the Dresdenverse, and so ordinary objects and sort of get imbued with what ends up being power simply because of that. Um, there's a, a an interesting point in the Dresden fiction is there is, at some point in the book, there's essentially what is later found out to be a fake Shroud of Turin. It's not the real one, but despite it being um, a fake, it has an immense amount of magical because people energy think it's real because so many people believe in it that that makes it powerful even if it's not the real one the real one would right. be probably more so by like an order of magnitude unless no one believed it but even but even the fake one but even the fake one like ends up with this this extremely strong like potency in it you would like you know, a wizard top. would touch it and know that like there's something going on with that hmm. that item it could be dangerous um, so that is, uh, so that being said, so she's got like stuff. So people that are wizards, you know, hipster wizards and stuff will come to the shop and sort of give the, like the nod and like, look at the real inventory. Um, as such, um, she, she sort of meets a lot of people and talks to a lot of people and, and, and knows a lot of like sort of the supernatural community in the world, but is not directly involved in it other than running this shop. Okay. Um, the, her, uh, her power is she's a minor talent, and her power is that she has a uh, she has a wizard-like ability to uh, to sense that power in objects and people. Um, uh, a full-blown wizard, if they shake the hand of another person that's got any sort of magical talent, that wizard can tell. They can feel that power in the person, even if that person may not realize that they have. Maybe they're just a small amount of talent that they haven't figured out how to control. A wizard would know that there's something there, and she has that same thing. Like a fully trained wizard would, that level of like potent detection, but no ability to do anything with it. She can't cast spells. She she can't, you know, she's not a, a wizard by any stretch, but she has that probably because of some um, small amount of uh, fey or maybe demon blood in, uh, in her ancestral line. Um, so that's where that comes from. And, uh, and so that's it. So the high concept, really what goes into that is like sort of the, especially the minor talent. I have to work the minor talent into it. So it's like mm. magic sensitive. Well, oh, talented with a capital T seems like an easy way to suddenly be like, talented shop owner with a talented fake slash real. I'd love to actually <laughs> even name the talent shop? in well, I the... I can see the site. Is there an equivalent talent in there? Not the site, though. The uh, site is a very different thing. Okay. A yeah, very what is, what is specific the thing. Um, I don't think there is a power in the book that represents what I want. Oh, because it's so I'll probably lore. Have to make one is there something the description in Wizards where they talk about that or not really? In the wizard template? Uh, there should be, because it's in the novels, but I haven't what actually about seen your high concept just, you're a wizard, Harry? Um, so you're I was thinking... But I was thinking, like, something like magic sensitive. Yeah. I just don't love the yeah. wording of magic sensitive. Like, trying to draw from, like, force sensitive in Star it. Wars. Gotcha. Like, the yeah, word that, word that means like a, that. It's like a third eye, right? Mm. The thing is, the third eye has to do with the sight, which is a very specific thing that she doesn't the have. Third, the third, shining. The second it's like nose. The third, it's the like the second nose. The second yeah. nose. <laughs> she can sniff out magic. You got the shining. Um, so something, something along those lines. Uh, sense, sense and sensibility. <laughs> sensitive. Magic sensitivity <laughs> is definitely just like an easy like. Hey, careful. Okay, She's so when she feels magic, how does it register? Is it a physical feeling? Is it something she can see? When does she smell it? Does she taste it? It's like, a, it's like another. It's like another sense. It's, it's another. Like, it's sense. like a whole nother. It's like you 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 know it's there. It's, it's not. You wouldn't say that it's like having any reaction in her actual nerves. So it's I have a sixth like a, sense for magic, or or a refined magical palate. 
I really oh, like refined yeah. magical palate. <laughs> That's good. Lowly shop owner with a refined magical palate. She shakes. Palette. She shakes someone's hand and she's like, "Oh, yes." Hints of tarragon. Lowly shop owner. <laughs> Decrepit shop. Owner. Is there another? I, I like that whole thing except for the loner. adjective in the beginning. Loner. Um, okay. What does she do besides run the shop? Isolated. Knitting club. Quirky. Does Quirky she peculiar? Does she give advice to folks? Strange. Does she? I think she lives above the shop, and months could go by where she actually doesn't leave the neighborhood. Hermetic? I was thinking travel-wise, like the shop owns yeah, me. Hermetic. Hermetic. And she's a single mom. I like it because she's always there at the shop. I want to make her someone that the player characters will have connections to, which will happen through the phases. She'll be a resource the player characters can frequently go to for like want some more insight or hey, have you seen anything about this? Like an informational resource, but not someone that would typically go to the Costco to fight the werewolves, right? Um, no, because that would require leaving her shop. Yeah. And she also just does not her skill set. Um, and she can also become a liability. She can become a, a dangerous thing if someone decided they don't like her sharing these things that she knows with people, that then she could become in danger, and she's not terribly well-equipped to defend herself. Does she have a kid? I think we have talked a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, I did say that. Um, I haven't decided. It can come up later. Yeah, it can come up later. Um, let's do that. So, so hermetic, hermetic, shop owner, hermetic. Oh, the second part. I seem like hermetically refined... sealed. Are those words related? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Refined like palette. Separate from everything else. Oh, that makes sense. Pre hermetic shopkeep. Prepackaged hermetic. Shopkeep. With a refined palette. Magical. Magical. And wine palette. She also. Just How do you spell palette? P A L E T T E. That's like a. The problem is it could be like a palette. A T E. That's the that palette. Oh. You're thinking of the artist palette. Yeah. yeah. Or what about a palette word? of boxes? Nope. Different. I'm not differently. That's E. I'm talking about a, a female so palette. The, so what I want is a palette. Something, a palette. Is the top of your mouth. P A L A T E. Hermetic shopkeep with a refined magical. Palette. Trouble. Country of origin. have a refined magic. It's important I spell it right, because otherwise it would mean that she's a magical painter, <laughs> which would also to, be cool. You have, to, you have to spell it to yourself. <laughs> she yeah. explains her powers over the phone, and we show up and go, huh. Or just she has a large pile of no, boxes of magical <laughs> items. Sometimes it's a refined magical. Trouble. I've got an idea for trouble. And a spellathon champion. Hermetic shopkeep with a refined magical palette. Um, so her trouble, well, she's part too of it. Refined. Part of it, I think, is the too fact hermetic. that the shop is, a, is full of crazy you. magical items. Who knows what the hell they do? Okay. It's in San Francisco. Like, it's or I could, I could do it. Actually, I really like doing it. The exact thing I just said, which is uh, a, a lot of knowledge puts a target on your head. Yeah, I think that too. Okay. I uh, draw. They want what's in your head. Yeah. Yeah. No. Knowledge makes me a target. What? Knowledge belongs to everyone. Knowledge, Knowledge makes power. me a target. Oh, secrets okay. make me a target. I don't like secrets necessarily, but uh, knowledge makes me a target. If you can Knowledge see them, they can see you. Knowledge is for If word gets out, I like Sam's. They might show up. Word gets out. If you my knowledge makes me a target. I don't like. I don't want it to be that she has to like lay low. Right. I like that she is who she, she is. She, and she doesn't hide it. Because she um, she's not a big player in the San Francisco. And so people or, might come knocking and be like, I like draw, sort of threaten her, but leave. Because she's not important enough that they would just like right. silence. What about something like, I draw power, good and bad? 
I almost feel like you're almost kind of like a an arms dealer in that you kind of you sell to whoever Maybe, comes yeah, in because yeah, it's I, I like that. There's a little bit of that like black market broker thing where it's like because San yeah, Francisco is a magical. They don't city like that like you that. might know something because they've come here, but they came here I'm in a because they business. need what you offer. Like, do so you know what the things that you sell do, or do you just know they're magical and powerful? Maybe like this she one's has, more powerful she, than this one. She has certainly learned enough to that she 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 can't. I mean, yeah, she she, she has a lot of lore. She can she can puzzle it out so for, is for it a like, lot of things. Is it like the customer comes right. first? <laughs> That's not quite as adorable. Yeah, she maybe she has a strict confidentiality yeah. like policy. Because I feel like that's one of the ways that she'd be able to stay in business. Is like we're doing like a I don't pop talk about my thing from Constantine. Someone said knowledge yeah, is like power. People house want. thing or something. I yeah, like that's, that. That's one. Just knowledge, knowledge is power. power people, people want. want. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm just gonna go straight with that. I like that. Cool. Gaten Ninja Cat. Good Thank job. Mysterious internet person. Great cat. He gets an internet point or she. Greg, I feel like. Our relationship, you're an emotional vampire. Chat is uh, <laughs> pretty hopping today. You're a white and I feel like You've got addictive slut. Can we give things to the people in chat? <laughs> like, like breath weapon. I don't know, like <laughs> permissions <laughs> or a little like pictures that they can post or something. If they subscribe, they can use our unique emoticons. But we can't like, hey, that was really cool. You get a subscription or something. I think I can. I think I can grant a subscription benefits to someone who didn't pay? I'm not sure. Sam, we mentioned their name in the podcast. That's better. Yeah, they're immortalized in episode 149. The press is becoming to them now. Guys, I was gay ninja once. I love it. Knowledge is power people want. That's a perfect trouble. That's really starting to already bring her together. That's why this exercise is so awesome. You should add to that you can't always get what you want. Um, you can't always get what we all have a feeding You can't always get what you power <laughs> knowledge that people want. But sometimes um, you get you what try. you power so knowledge that people want. <laughs> okay, that was everybody has a high concept and trouble. Yeah. Let's move on to the next phase. Okay. Background and rising yeah. conflict. Is that So, up? we're going to do. Um, <laughs> Here we go. So, important, before moving on to this step, you need to have figured out your template high concept trouble and name. Done. I don't have a name. Oh! <gasps> uh, Do I have to figure out a name? Yeah. Yeah, man. Come on, you got it. Hermione Granger? Hermione, no power. But <laughs> no, like, can of you. Not for uh, her. Uh, she would oh. definitely have items that are over her head and ability. Uh, uh, Casanova. Dickface McButtham. I like, I like Cassie. Oh, I like Cassie. You could pull like in the Le Fay like thing. I like Cassie. Like Super Cassie. Wizard and Morgana Le Fay was King Arthur's evil hat sister. Cassandra Morgan. Cassandra Le Fay. Yeah. Cassie what? Le Fay. I don't know. No. It pulls in the. Do you want a last name that thing. is kind of a last namey last name? No, no, no but like I, a, I want if she's got a if she's got a connection there, it's tenuous. Yeah, do you want a long back? French. What ethnicity? She doesn't have an active familial she like, connection about, to the French. Is she German? Is she? Can't be Chinese. Was she married before to or, someone or, or, of a particular? Or 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 last name Hitler. Adolf. Oh my God. Himmler. <laughs> Goebbels. Yeah. Be, I mean, just wanted to, like, start, like an old. I'm trying, I'm trying to imagine her. Like, oh I'm jumping around to a bunch of different, like, jumping around to a bunch of different, like, characters. Is she like, is she like gruff? Is it like a gruff? Smith or a Hollister? baker? Is, it like a is she old or young? Ooh, well, she's, she's, 
Um, is it like a like early middle age? I, I'm thinking that she's like a forty like something, 40, yeah, like young, young forties. Okay. Is she like hearty old? Like, serious solid, suggestions only now, please. Solid English, like American. I had a serious suggestion. Yeah, Hollister. Sandra Hollister. Cassie Hollister. Yeah, I think she. I think she's going to be short, and she's just going to be like. White American. White American. Just like. So what's wrong with Hollister then? That's no, I, I like it. I, it okay. I'm saying it fits. Oh, okay. I, it, I, I, I thought you were saying sniff. it was not. Or even just Hollister. That name's not white enough. <laughs> white Hall, name. White Cassie name. Um, yeah, I think she's gonna be really short. Like she really has to like move like ladders like, around to like get up. Like, not like, like Edna Mode, in. like comically oh. short, but like <laughs> too late. Just like a regular, <laughs> just like a regular short person. We play these games to 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 escape from reality, right? And I just. What is it like to be know. short, guys? Not being able to reach things. Uh... Then I... How hilarious would that be? Oh, can't reach pants. the upper shelves. <laughs> what a fantasy. All right. Um, <laughs> Are you going with Hollister? Cassie, Cassie Hollister. Cassie Sweet. Hollister. That was easy. Hollister. Back. Player back, name, back, NPC. Background. <laughs> NPC. Nancy Patricia. Uh, okay. Cassie. Next phase. So each phase is a section of your character's background, the key events in his past that form who he is. There are five in total, and each gives you an opportunity to define a new aspect for your character. The first two, where did you come from and what shaped you, can be done in either order. It's the third that really supercharges this process, defining the initial adventure your character starred in and anchoring the relationships with the other characters in play. The last two phases represent your character's participation in other characters' stories, showing how his overall story collided with the events of their stories and got him involved. That's the super fun part. So, each phase is going to ask you to write down two things on the phase worksheet. First, a summary of the general details of what happened in that phase of your character's life, known as the summary. A paragraph should suffice, but you can write more if you're inspired. Each phase will suggest different ideas for the summary. Okay? And then the second is going to be an aspect that reflects some part of that phase. So the aspect can cover the general vibe from the summary, or it can focus on some piece of it that will that still resonates with your character in the present day. Some phases will suggest specific directions for their aspects. Um, if you're stalled on developing an aspect um, from the summary you've written, take a look at the aspects, blah, 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 blah. Um, and remember, nothing is ever written in stone. If later going down, you realize one of those earlier aspects you didn't like, um, you can change it. So, the first is, where did you come from? This phase covers the character's youth. If your character is older than 20 to 30 at the time the game starts, this phase expands to cover much of his young adulthood. In an abstract sense, this phase deals with the core concept for your character as a normal person and is an ideal launching pad for your character's high concept. Even a supernatural character has some strong ties to the mortal idea of free will. This is why your, your wizard isn't just a wizard, since that concept exists solely in the supernatural world. He's also a private detective, and that's what grounds him as a normal guy. Youth is a time of adventure and excitement, as well as a time when we are most shaped by our family and environment. This phase is a chance to talk about your character's family and upbringing. When writing the summary of this phase, consider the answers to the following questions. What nation is your character from? What region? What culture? What are his family's circumstances like? Rich? Poor? Scholarly? Isolated? Pious? Political? How big is the family? Small? Average? Large? Very large? What's your character's relationship with his family? Loving and close? Volatile? Non-existent? What was, how was your character educated? What were your character's friends like? Did your character get into much trouble in his use, youth? If your character is supernatural, how early in his history did he learn this? Did this cause problems? When coming up with this phase aspect, oh, well, we won't get to the aspect part. So just the background, like, this is the youth, the youth of your character. Mm -hmm. um, probably 
you know, before they even came into their supernatural self or maybe during or depending on the, the nature there. So, free will, answers to those questions, think about them all. This is tough to get started as the first one, um, but, uh... You guys want some inspiration for my really well-worded ones that I already worked on? Let's see. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm doubling down on the, 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 at least the background of the Rising Conflict that I did before, um, just because I, I had a hard time working them into the character, but I think they're really important for his background and just his, his story, and so the rabbi, to kind of establish, and like, again, I want to, like, focus on these on, like, a very particular aspect of him, so... The rabbi, one of his top skills is conviction. He is, like, unshakable in his faith. So his background, the story, is lost his faith, realized life is easier without belief, chose the hard way. The aspect is you have to fight for faith. And uh, so I'm going to basically focus on, on conviction with that. It's rising conflict. Visiting the elderly is all fun and games until someone gets possessed. It's my way or the Yahweh. <laughs> and that phase aspect... Is miraculous power in a time of need. I'm just sticking with those as is because I feel like those were a good kind of history to him. And the lost his faith thing is something I could expand upon later and have someone come up and be like, I'm that hooker you had a kid with. <laughs> and he's going to be like, I see the good in all people, even you. Including myself. Even you, strawberry candy cane. <laughs> Our son. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> shit, candy cane. That's a stripper name for a baby. <laughs> Yeesh. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sticking with those. I'm I'm looking forward to possibly changing the other ones, but. Um. So, do you, does everyone want? Do we want to just give like a couple minutes for people to maybe try to yeah. think yeah. of their own, and then we can maybe yeah. go around the table for anyone that's undecided or wants we, help fleshing it out. Are we doing phases one through five? No, We're going to hopefully right do phases one through five. Right now it's phase one. You can't even do phase four and five yeah. until everyone's done so, phase so three. So should we come up with phase one, two, and three? I'd say uh, phase no, one so and def two. Definitely first. not phase three, because phase three requires a very specific format. And two. Um, sort of two. If you want to start working on two, let me give you the prompt for two. You know what? We're good. Okay, let's start with one then. They do say you can do these. one or two in any order, but... It, Dan's just trying to be cool. Yeah. These all these all get tied. These were hit with, from his previous people. So you'll basically write a story, and then you'll have two guest stars in it, and that will help shape that story. Yeah, yeah. wait, it makes it so everyone's connected to two other people. Sometimes as, four other people. As you do, because you star in two other people's things, and then oh, two yes, different people may have started. We do draw those. randomly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those. ends up being really cool. I got mine. I've been thinking about this a lot this week. Okay, I don't have mine. All right, so let's just let's just. Take a couple minutes of heads down okay. um, and give people a chance Soon. to brainstorm Soon. their own. Or not brainstorm.
What's a, um, like a, uh, an orphanage called, but not like orphanage, sort of old, old timey, when you don't get Halfway placed house? in a foster home? Halfway group house. home? Is it group home? Is that what I'm thinking of? Group home foster sounds like foster homes. Mostly like yeah. older people. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. I've heard that like from people like who have like mentally disabled or something like that. Yeah, what would be like like teenagers, like 12 years old, they, they, they haven't been they placed. They pick them out in the Yeah, but they haven't been placed in an actual house. Isn't it homeless? Home? What does the guy go to in the wire yeah, when when wire. he when his something happens to his family yeah, and he has to and he goes into that group home? Yeah, where does like yeah. CPS keep children when they take them for group home? Yeah, before they get placed in an it. it is a group home. It's a group home. Okay, yeah. it's a group home. Okay, all right, thank you. It's a group in a group home. Craig doesn't even remember where we grew up. Just push those memories off. I feel like orphanage is like an antiquated term. Yeah, it's like we're not in. I say orphanage, and it makes me think of Oliver Twist. Orphanage is now home for unclean. We still do, but like, do they eat gruel? I I thought that was just part of an orphanage. Like you can't bring in non-gruel. Second bad idea of the night. I have some beer instead. Here. Second bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Is Kaylin pregnant again? The first bad idea was the first <laughs> cup of coffee. Um, I haven't been drinking the beer at all. Mm-hmm. Just do the little bit more. Just uh, really like boom. Light. That was the first Dude, cup, right? With how dark it is, spice that up. Mm. Just a little. Could you make beer and coffee? Would that be good at all? Beer and coffee? Well, there are a couple I've heard of co- Yeah, I've had so. that before. Wasn't that the, the dwarven your, beer we had? Yeah, that's actually really tasty. Actually, I had. The earth beer? Remember that one? Mixing what you brought? At all. Was that a, I think. Yeah, I remember brought who brought that. It, yeah. it tasted like dirt. Yeah. yeah it was, it was coffee chocolate. stout or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and it had a kind of dirty. Hold on. I just actually. You just put dirt there. Yeah. It's real earthy flavor, guys. It's mud water. Uh, okay. This is happening. Right. I had a chocolate milk stout the other weekend. That was good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was not overly sweet like a lot of like mm-hmm. chocolate. It was just like the, what we realized is you could get the flavor of the chocolate without the sweetness of it. It was a banana stout. Oh, cacao. Cacao. I had that in oh, a Reuben. It was just like mm. just a, a very rich just lunch. A really thick banana. <laughs> <laughs> stout banana. Oh, stout banana. <laughs> thick banana. That was my name in high school. <laughs> Damn thick banana lobs. <laughs> it's a yellowish kind of tint to it. A curve. Okay. <laughs> and, a, and a curve. <laughs> Very appealing. <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> Wow, we're so mature. Sorry, it's every time it's this condition I have. It's like, who says that? It's, it's like, you're depressed. Every time. Uncle James. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Too drunk, Uncle James. Is everyone talking? Got their, got their thing no, figured out? No, I don't. I'm, I'm really process. frustrated, actually. We'll, we'll do, so stop interrupting me. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm telling. Asking me if I have it figured out. That's what I'm saying. Heads down. We'll fix it in chest. 
Uh, I give up. Yeah, and don't worry if you I can't. if you can't figure it out because we can brainstorm and totally do it. Has he always lived in San Francisco? Yes. So he's from San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco native. There, that's a, that's a fact. Put it down. All right. Uh, let's go <laughs> and for an aspect, though. well, let's go don't, and don't start. Let's. Uh, do you want to, uh, Kalen? Would you like to brainstorm first, or would you like to hear other people's stories first and then brainstorm? Your choice. Um. I guess, I guess hearing other people's might. Alright. Uh, this always happens to me in character creation. I can't do it like on the spot. Like oh this. yeah, dude, last time I took the longest out of anyone with Meredith Pond. She was impossible to figure out. But this time I actually figured it out with Cassie. So I'll go first, because I'm excited. So, uh, <laughs> she grew up in a- dad? She grew up in a group home. She was a bully ringleader. She was uh, she was afraid of her sixth sense, which she had from as long as she can remember, and she distracted herself uh, distracted herself away from it by highlighting oddities and others. Essentially, she didn't like this strange thing about herself and hid it and hid herself from it by finding anything that was bullyable and essentially other children and basically just like focused on that. And that was like her, you know, that was like her like teenage years. Um, Cassie and is kind of a bully name. So, really for her phase aspect, short bullies are scary. For her yeah, phase aspect, I kind of want to represent the the sort of remorse of that childhood, like the sort of uh, uh, the the thing about that that sticks with her to this day is that she wants to help people. She doesn't she doesn't like she you know she doesn't those aren't fond memories like they're it's shameful. And so I like the idea of you know I. It's not like I've got like a lot of making up to do because it's not like those sorts of things ultimately matter a lot in your. It's not because I, I, I was thinking things in that, but it's not really like those aren't like the sins of your childhood. Like you were a bully when you're a kid. It sucks and it's shitty, but like you're also just a kid. But I but I like the idea that what has stuck with her about that is that she has she has been on that side of it, and so she knows that it's more personally fulfilling to help others. And I think maybe that's what sort of inspired her to like open a shop and be like a part of a community and just like provide something that is makes people happy. About growing and so, up and maturing. It could be about growing up and maturing or it could just I be matured about matured with my power. Has she had has she like encountered people she's bullied in the past that have like held I don't think so. against her? I, I don't think so. I like I don't think that the bullying is something that like the specific bullying is something that has like followed her. Mm. It's just a she's she's seen what it's like to be mean. And she's matured. Actually, I like going with that. Like, especially since I'm putting her in her like 40s, that I could just go with the like the maturity. It's just like she's, she's. I think I have matured with my powers. I have matured with my powers. Actually, I like I've matured with my powers. It really is just like a she's. It sort of represents that like 
longer knowledge, the like, and the mm -hmm. like, keeping your head calm, like just all the things that come with maturity. I'll write that down and see if anything better mm -hmm. comes later. I was gonna go with, I was a teenage bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder my parents gave me up. <laughs> or wild oh, past. Wild, wild past That's when I was nine. <laughs> it's kind we of we would not have been friends in high school. <laughs> like that one, we would not have been friends. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of statement, just with no context, makes you go like. <laughs> like that, Greg. Dan, you um, read yours again? Or? Yeah, I, I like. Anyway, I, yeah, I like. It's weird using the aspect to represent not that time period, like all the things that are like unwritten and after that, but I think it I think it ties in. I think totally. It's the part about that is that is stuck with her. Yeah. Is that she's matured since being a kid. Uh damn. Uh, you have to fight for your faith. It's my face as my phase aspect. The story being lost his faith, realized life is easier without belief, chose the hard way. Do you wanna elaborate like just out loud what that what that means? Yeah. What, what's the story there? Um story I wanna have him uh uh I actually I've never fully decided if he grew up um, religious or not, but I think that uh, for the sake of this, I can say yes. And I want there to be basically a phase where he's not in and kind of realizes and like has a chunk of his time without that, without um, his faith. It's not even so much like I've, actually a lot of this is, of his stuff is focusing on not necessarily the religious side of it, but the actual belief and kind of like faith. Like he. He eventually comes full circle to a, a, a time when he has supernatural power from his faith. And so he basically is hyper aware of how much, like, it's not his trouble aspect anymore, but I want, the, like, the Shabbat stuff, and I want him to basically have strict adherence to his beliefs and any, like, especially inconvenient aspects of it and have it not be like, oh, well, you know, I... I I don't drink caffeine because because um, that's what my religion tells me. It's like no no no. For him, he's like no. I don't drive a car on Saturdays because I can banish devils when I don't. Yeah. Like it's like so I want that to be. <coughs> yeah, it's like a very practical. It's like I just deal with the God. thing that is important to me is fighting evil, and I can fight evil when I have a clear mind. What's the name of the aspect you use? You have to fight for faith. You have to fight for faith. Um, I love and that. so, and it's it's not actually physical fighting. It's specifically about his conviction of saying like, it's no, like conviction is not your a faith passive to thing. fight. Yeah, yeah. It's and a so little it's more yeah. Like the other way around. And I want it to be a very aggressive like. It's one of those things where his conviction is top, and and if someone like sits down and is like, well, actually, you know, it turns out that a lot of that stuff you based on, like, you know, you base your beliefs on, is you know, is all hooey. He's gonna be like. No way, like, and he's just gonna, he, he would be, like, not defensive in, ah, like, you're blowing my mind, it would be like, no, uh, like, I have power seen, power through obedience. Yeah, I have seen way too much to even be phased by that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, and that, and a lot of that comes from, like, in a, he, uh, and, and basically in terms of character aspect, I'm going for, not necessarily high defenses, but a lot of stress points in all his tracks, and so he's a, physically, physically a meatball, and mentally and socially, uh, not resolute. A meat, a teddy bear. Um, no, weathered. He's weathered. Yeah, he's he's like, hardy. Like he's hardy. He's got mm. a lot of he's got a lot of hit points in every direction. It's cool. kind of what I'm. And so I awesome. Yeah, and his, <laughs> he's got a big fat heart. <laughs> heart. Uh, let's move on to Andrew. So what's your background? My great grandparents came from China in the early 1900s. 
um, during the San Francisco earthquake of 1906 and the subsequent fire. Um, they were about to perish yeah, as a building was about to collapse and they made a compact with their ancestors where they promised the first child of the fourth generation would serve them through some means as long as they like their family line was protected up until that point. Um, so they sort of sacrificed their own blood to save their lives, save their family name essentially. Yeah, but like a very specific guy. They were like, that kid's <laughs> Yeah. The, this one here, future kid, you're screwed. Um, so it's enough generations, we'll be dead. Yeah, so so, so since then... The uh, fourth born, uh, yeah, that's, okay, yeah, fourth born, sure, he'll do whatever you want. Or maybe it was a requirement of the ancestors since they can sort of see, maybe see the future. Mm -hmm. They were sort of like, oh, this, this would be a time of need. You know? Exactly. Um, so, various generations later, raised in San Francisco, my parents mysteriously vanished some years ago and the cops did not investigate. Um, so I have a problem with, a, a very high distrust of authority. Is um, it like, is it seen as like a, uh, uh, like a racial thing? Like it's just, yeah. like a social, uh, like a social class thing? It's just like, it's Chinatown. Yeah, a couple people disappear in Chinatown, the cops like, they take a record, sort of they ask a couple questions and then they don't show up again. Yeah, so, so his sort of approach on life is that, you know, he feels like He's sort of been stepped on and ignored, and he's sort of troubled by this literally unseen force since he does have a, what is it, ghost uh, ghost speaker. Um, so he sort of, like, distrusts authority, um, and he helps his grandparents run their ramen shop pork belly of the beast. Um, <laughs> in addition to being a ghost speaker, sort of on the side, so he's, like, another aspect of his is, like, always on the job. Um, whether, whether he's working for his grandparents or sort of, He's just, he's always working. He's always exhausted. Um, and he takes, like, doing his job, his duty, whatever that is at the yeah, moment, very so, seriously. So family, community is is very important to him. Um, he'll usually work for free because a lot of people in Chinatown don't have much money. A lot of them are getting kicked out of Chinatown, so he works extra just to help his grandparents keep the lease. Um, so he sort, of, he sort of feels like the city is sort of... Uh, Chinatown is a pressure cooker, and a lot of sort of unseen forces are really pushing down on him, um, and sort of everybody around him, and everybody sort of feels that. Hmm. Cool. I love yeah, it. Have an Do you have an aspect uh, for that? Do you want help coming up with it? So I was thinking distrusting of authority, um, or like always on the job. Another thing is I sort of thought of like fight or flight. Uh, you fly, you die. So basically, so all of those work because you have a you have sort of a lengthy background. So yeah, the idea is just pick. Pick the, the the piece from there that really you want as an aspect. It can be for whatever reason. I like all of those. Yeah, because you can work actually. In the I'm thinking Chinatown. You can't trust the cops. Even so, like yeah, problem yeah. problem with authority is neat, but I think it's I think it's a little, um, like it's really common that idea. That second one, always on the job. Uh, I really like because this is the background mm -hmm. I, where you come from. I feel like yeah. that really gives a sense of. It's not just that he's super busy now, it's that he has always, he is yeah. used to a hardcore work ethic. Yeah, and like, he doesn't I mean, once around. his parents passed away, he basically lived with his grandparents, and they just, they were very disciplinarians, and they just put him to work. They said work is important, discipline is important, you need to work, you need to support the family. Um, so like, since he was like 12, you know, he's like, worked in the shop. Um, so yeah, I think I'll go with always on the job for now, and see what comes next. Cool. I... Love it. Wait, so, which aspect are you gonna go with? Always. always oh, sorry. Always on the job. I like that a lot. I see. I see invoke potential in like yeah. 
you know, uh, things like someone's trying to get the jump on you, and it's like, you're never, like, you're never slacking. You're never, like, not paying attention and, and that sort of thing. It can also be compelled, that fatigue that you were talking and about. And it's also literal because he, like, he, he turns a corner and there's a spirit there, right? Because there's just, like, there's spirits everywhere. Yeah. Um, and, and he's just, like, constantly, like, badgered. Yeah, I can see. I can see definitely a lot of invoke potential, especially when it has to do with uh, loyal to people's loyalty to him. He's 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 always you know helped people out because he's always on the job, like takes it seriously. But also a lot of compel potential when it comes to being fatigued or uh, or or it being a liability that you've got multiple things you need to do and not enough time, things yeah. like that. Cool, cool, love it. Jalen, you want to go? Yeah, I do. Um, All right. I, I I did figure out a couple little things and cool. hopefully we can bring something out of this. Um, so I did put down San Francisco native. Uh, he's from a small family. It's just him, only child. Uh, his parents aren't magical. They're mundane. They're doctors. But they're, they're kind of like the doctors without border style doctors. They're like always gone. Oh, like volunteer. Volu volunteer like doctors, you know, they, they, they have enough money where they're not... Um, not, they don't work locally. Yeah, they don't work locally. They're, they're gone a lot. Uh, but they're very supportive, but in that way that, like, the absentee parent is super supportive, like, do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Here's a bunch of money to be able to yeah, do just, stuff, just, but you don't actually get the parenting. Love yeah. you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> See you in a few months. You know, so that that's kind of his life. Um, latchkey kid. Very much. Very much a latchkey kid. Tofu jerky in the fridge. Yeah, really. <laughs> so well off. He's um, a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, but he... He's not like living off of that money. Right. Uh, he worked at, as, as a youth uh, at like a botani the botanical gardens. Oh, okay, awesome. You know, so like specific location in. Oh, really good for his uh, for the earth magic thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, because I have this feeling like that's where he like crystallized that as a thing. Um, specifically, like there was a situation where some kid, as you know, playing in the in the in the botanical gardens and, and like a tree is gonna like crush him to death and like in that moment he like you know stops the tree from crushing the kid and that's his that's his like manifestation moment of like oh I could even be a rising conflict if you want it to be was he born blind um no no nope. at this point he isn't blind yet right no not blind yet no the, found the, the, my path in the soil uh, found um, my path in the garden garden when you walk in the I uh, see through deciduous trees. Uh, it's something about him. So he had all these opportunities set out for him because he could have basically done anything he wanted, mm -hmm. and he found. Oh uh, yeah, way I like that. Yeah, that you've got a. Uh, but how? But soil. how do you? Okay, so I like that idea, except that it doesn't feel invocable, like at all. Yeah, but what's the what's the general the general sense is like he. He had the means to kind of do do anything, and this is this is a, a, a way that he went. He's not mm -hmm. here out of like necessity or desperation. Like he was drawn to this, this, like. Well, he sort of chose it, right? Like. Well, the the way you invoke it is uh, found my path in the and then whatever the in the blank is because if you master take, of my own fate or something may, like maybe, that. Found maybe my path make it a little soil, bit more solid. Like there's yeah. no other path. Yeah. Uh, the, Carve my own path. Yeah, it's like is it is what you're trying to establish that that is independent? Is he doesn't is accept self sufficient. Help. Doesn't accept help. Yeah, so like something like that. That is tricky to, to that is tricky to invoke, but yeah, it's just, it seems important. Well, I mean, well but that, like okay, so like, you, you can have an aspect like I can take care of myself. Mm. Um, yeah, which, which ties into the like despite being well off and everything, 
he, you know, doesn't, he doesn't take that money to just live off of it that way. He goes and works at the botanical gardens, like a very sort of like, get your hands dirty sort of job. He wants to be a responsible person. And if you had, and yeah. if you had, you know, I can take care of myself, that's very like, like Anything where you're taking care of yourself, it's invocable, right? I don't you need know? your money, mom. Well, and now that he's blind, he gets that a lot where mm -hmm. people are like, Oh, oh and actually, yes, open the door for you. retroactively or whatever the opposite yeah, of retroactively is. That is retroactively. Do you get, Futuractively, do you get change it becomes your very, coffee cup very often? Cool. Only if he sits down <laughs> that one of those at, like, outside with his hat like, on the ground. Or he decides to go and just, you know, play guitar on the sidewalk. Yeah, he doesn't play guitar. But if he ever, but if you're like, like tambourine or something, maybe Sometimes like he'd be so bitter. He says God bless to everyone who walks by. <laughs> just, just to be nice. A lot of, a lot of weird habits. Uh, actually, you do this for yourself. Oh, weird. He's homeless. Oh, he's also homeless. Oh, yeah, you don't see a lot of homeless percussionists. Well, you know, you just take a bucket. Nobody you just have to turn it over. The drummers. Maybe you do. Yeah, maybe you do. Okay. Nature. I was is thinking like uh, like he's playing the triangle. Oh, oh. Triangle. oh. Yeah. or xylophone. No, no, that guy's not making any money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That guy gets money. Or the guy like playing a tambourine on the street corner. You pay that guy to like stop for like, like hey, bro. All right. I want to move on to Kevin yeah. for uh, for I his. I think it's a, I think it's a myself. fantastic aspect that came uh, out of that. Good job. Kevin, do you need any more help with that aspect? No, I can take care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin. Kevin B. Life imitates My my name is Cook and I'm a werewolf. Hi, Cook. Hi, Cook. Uh, school didn't do much for me, so I dropped out and spent my young days raising hell with the Mission Street Wolves. Foreshadowing. <laughs> A local gang. Uh, on my 18th birthday, the gang and I uh, sold our souls to the neighborhood palm-reading witch, La Bruja Luna. Uh, she gave us the power of the beasts of the night. <laughs> Oh yeah. He says that so casually. He's amongst werewolves here. Everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, the palm reader. You were so brave. Summer of '93. For years we ran that neighborhood. We did, we did bad things. I, I did bad things. And his aspect is sold my soul for a life of crime. Like, in I love it. For a life of oh. Yep. Oh. Perfect. Move on. No. Uh, remember he could be. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. So you really focused on the like <laughs> coming into your supernatural power, which is especially good for something like a werewolf, where there is clearly going to be a turning a point. Yeah. I also like the idea that it's the soul is traded like student debt. Like that, which <laughs> yes. no longer yes. owns his soul. She traded you can buy it someone. Some and they traded yeah. it so it's someone. yeah. So whoever has your soul into a bunch of other souls. Now traded. He tried to log into Wen website that doesn't exist anymore, and he's like, "What the fuck?" I honestly really like that idea. There is an economy. He doesn't know. He doesn't even know. Well, that witch is probably around. She's like, "I sold all your guys' souls for something so much better than what you guys." Like ten years ago, soul default swaps or thing. Look, all I have to do is keep a receipt of who I sold it to. What happens after that? The escrow period on soul selling. It's ridiculous. Well, you really think about it, with all the homeless dying, now there's an influx of souls. Yeah, so, exactly. so the value of the souls is just like, like tanked. <laughs> but the interest on that thing? Dime a dozen, man. You're like, I hear that's me. 
Uh, okay, he's from Santa Rosa. He's got a working class family, maybe construction. It's also a tradition of monster hunting in his family. They lean a little bit right wing. Um, went to high school. He has a brother, two sisters. After high school, he like spent a year kind of learning the family trade a little bit more. Uh, then he went to college. He's a sophomore now. He's on the rifle team. He wants to be a librarian eventually. Excellent. Uh, that's more than background. That's all the way up to present. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's how I got there. There may be other things. Um, so I was thinking like trained by the family or something or monster hunting tradition in the family. Monster something. hunting family is the trade. family trade. Yeah. Monster Follow. hunting is family trade. Monster hunting is the family trade. It's an excellent aspect. Perfect. Done. Ton tons mm -hmm. of invoke and compel ability right okay. in there. Uh, you got the familial ties. You've got the the straight up, you know, the, the, skill, the built in skill, the built in yeah. skill of just this is what this is a yeah. You've got allies in there when you need them. You've got uh, allies in there when you don't want them. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of like the trouble. Liabilities, possibly. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Oh right, yeah, definitely liabilities. Awesome. Excellent. So, KK. Johnny Sausalito grew up as part of a street gang in San Francisco. We got three people that were like, they well, two that were like straight up gangs, and she was a bully. Like a lot of just like troubled youths. <laughs> no, this was where I was like, maybe I'll be less homeless and crazy. <laughs> I actually like that. I like it. There's a mix. We've got like three that are solidly like like troubled youths, and then we've got you. It's just like grew up in a family with siblings. Santa Rosa. <laughs> so pretty steep. Lou Zonger. Pretty Lou Zonger. The rabbi. Is he? Uh, is he? Is he white? <laughs> yes, just white. Yes, I will always roleplay as white males because I'll be like, hey, yo, brothers, and then you guys will tie them to leave. <laughs> I, like, I cannot take that responsibility. No, know your abilities. He's going to get called college boy. He's going to be called college boy. We're interrupting Kevin. All right, sorry, yeah. KK. Can I call you KK? You can if you want to. That's it. From now on. KK. I understand that as your reference to me. I will acknowledge that's, that's so, that you say that. That's so Paul Rudd of him to say. <laughs> a little PR going on there. Um, PR with the KK? Street, he, so he was in a street gang, but I kind of want to emphasize the fact that he was like the enforcer in the street gang. So he had to do a lot of like... Uh, violence? Shakedowns and yeah, violence. Extortion. Extortion. It's cool. Protection, protection money collection kind of thing like that. Um, or protection it, collection. Uh, were they like hardcore? Did they like like go to shops and like extort? Well, no, they like, like or is it a little like organized crime? Like what level of gang? No, they're like a street, like a street gang, like thugs. Oh, oh okay. Like rob old ladies and stuff like that. Perch snatchers. Mostly it was about territory. Perch snatchers. What level of violence? Like snatchers. Like scaring people or hurting people? Because I think that's the thing. Like, okay, so you are you are hurting other gang members. A lot of yeah. On a scale of butterflies to Sons of Anarchy. Exactly. Yeah, it's actually probably pretty. They were organized. Okay. Yeah. They were they were like mafia. Gun runners and stuff like that. More of the stuff involving their interactions with their physical interactions with other gangs. Whenever uh, the, the Mayans or whatever would come in, and like they were just be like, "What are you guys doing in town? We're gonna like, and we're gonna rumble. Murder. We're gonna ask you first, what are you guys doing in town? And if you don't have a good answer, <laughs> well, then we just start fighting. Because like, it's usually, I do like. He was one of the walking, uh, snapping guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he moved his head a lot. Yeah, he could yeah. walk and snap a lot, and you're like, Sam's oh, you're on the front we line. Would, <laughs> we would not have been right. I want when we were gang members. But for some reason, that's how we interact. Yeah, totally. 
But um, yeah, so I kind of want my aspect, or I want Johnny's aspect to emphasize kind of uh, the fighting, like he grew up fighting. I grew up fighting. And not necessarily for really good. good reasons. Like I grew up fighting. Okay. It's actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, well so many of the aspects really are phrases that yeah. you're using to. How did you yeah. add a plus two to a roll when you want to hit a guy with a bat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. generally what they're there for. That's all of us. How did you join the gang? Were you like inducted into the gang? Um, were you born into it? Were your family members gang members? Did you drink beer and find a coin at the bottom of it, and then you had to join the gang? It was just what they did it. in that neighborhood. Mm. There wasn't really. They weren't like youth programs, like people you just like sometimes it's yeah. big brothers, big sisters, and then it's the yeah. bloods and the crips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like if you like if you don't want to get fucked up by another game, you join. Exactly. Another, like, yeah. Another <laughs> game, so, yeah. yeah, you don't you don't get Come to on, not pick a side. It's a sad reality. Uh, I missed what your aspect oh, was. Uh, grew up fighting. Grew up fighting. That's awesome. <laughs> Can I make a suggestion? Can I make a suggestion? You yes. read the description thing for Rising Conflict. We're going to take head downs for a second, and then we do the fiasco thing where we go the opposite way. Yes. Sounds good. I like that. Doesn't really matter yeah. to me all that much. Perfect. That's true. <laughs> kind of in the middle of it. Kind of in the middle. Uh, okay, here's the prompt for phase two. What shaped you? <laughs> what shaped you? This phase represents your character's middle history. When his high concept most strongly comes to the forefront. Okay? Uh, think about his high concept and a situation that would call it into sharp relief, forcing him to make a choice or otherwise take de uh, decisive action. This is also the time when your character starts coming into his own, beginning to realize his true potential. This may be when supernatural power awakens within your character, or simply when he is first faced with a difficult choice between right and wrong, and steps up to bat as a protagonist within the game's larger story. Some questions to consider during this period... Who were the prominent people in your character's life at this point? Does he have enemies? Close and fast friends? How did your character's high concept and trouble aspects shape him and the events around him? Assuming your character came into his high concept and trouble by this point. He doesn't have to have. Um, what were the most significant choices your character made? What lessons did this time period teach your character? Alright. It's not quite your first adventure, which is the next phase. But it is it is a time of, of important choice for your character. I like I like the bit in there where it says you're stepping up to bat as a protagonist. Basically, like what's the point at which you have to choose between right and wrong? Right. When is, um, yeah, so something something your 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 high aspect you know really comes into play. Hmm. All right. Heads down for a couple minutes while we. It's down, Bones. Dan's, Dan's already got his. Overachiever. Right? I just did less work than most of you guys. Alright, that one was easier. I like that. It was totally we should brand do new like the... Kevin, do you have your turn? Uh, 
Yes, teacher. Character creation music? I was wondering about it. That would be appropriate. It feels like I've heard this so many That's, times. It, it's because we have played this for probably dozens of hours Actually, on can, loop in our season one campaign. I can also say really? with, with guarantee, this is honestly music that just plays when you're out wandering the world and you're not in combat. Yeah, you this hear city. it so this is city, much. A you're right, city you're right. Music. You're right. Huh. Just, I love Elder Scrolls character creation. What is your sign? Uh, all right, all right, okay, okay. I got one. I just gotta write it down. <laughs> Hold on, let me think. <laughs> uh, you gen- were in a dark alleyway. Oh, that's right. It asks you like. Yeah, those are great questions about. But I like that. I like yeah. that way of doing it. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Sometimes you feel like a nut. That's Bible rank. Sometimes. 1806. You don't. That's all. Peter Paul. Mounds don't. That's what he's strangling. You crush someone's windpipe. <laughs> you could. You could totally do that. <laughs> totally forgot that you're both wrecking. Huh? Yeah, the, the, the matching, uh, oh, matching what, what do you like, zipper or no zipper? <laughs> yeah, well, you know... Uh, you know, we, I like the zipper. We couldn't have just joined I, gangs like these schmucks here, you know? <laughs> this, is, this, is, uh, this is a more comfy, like, lounging around <laughs> thing. This is but, exactly what but, I wear. I prefer but the, the zip-up, but personally. The zippers, I think the zipper's more you know. stylish, but this is more comfortable, you're, like, laying on a couch. Andrew, did you just I, I like that. I get that for take on and off. I just add this. You add your own zipper. I wear this, like, every day. I was like, I can't look like this. Over here. <laughs> 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 well, see, I don't like having something that close to the, yeah. the neck. But it's so soft. And the pockets there, like these, those pockets just like sag in the middle. So you're <laughs> walking, and it just no, looks like I got a size too have, big on purpose. You know, <laughs> I wanted a wearable yeah, blanket. Man, I know. Um, you know. Yeah, you don't want that. No, no, no way. way. Especially if it's like your keys, weirdly yeah, jaggedy, pointy. Nobody's interested in your jaggedy bits. What's going on? Jaggedy bits. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Oh my god. What are you reading? That's Proverbs. <laughs> is that Tumblr? Are you reading Tumblr? That's Proverbs 4-7. <laughs> I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> I'm 14 and this is deep. 
the, <laughs> Wait, what is that? For it's a subreddit. The it's only, amazing. It's quality. It's the only bit of Reddit that I, I still I'm have a shred of respect for. Don't look at it now, but I'm sometime not, go to I'm 14 start, and this I'll is deep. I'll start giggling or something. It's, it'll be ridiculous. I'm, yeah, I'm all it's done. It's very funny. Is it as good as Unexpected Thug Life? <laughs> I have not <laughs> seen that. You've never? No. It's brilliant. My favorite joke subreddit is Where Did the Soda Go? So if you haven't seen Where Did the Soda Go, you have to see that one. <laughs> it's it's short clips t- uh, from infomercials taken out of context. Oh yes, where does the cheetahs go? Or the cheetos, not cheetos. And they, cheetos. They're, they're captioned with an alternative thing, so it just changes them. It's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some really good. Greg, are you done? Uh, yeah, Mookie's are going around the table. We've, we've had we've had the couple minutes. <laughs> if uh, if KK is ready, um, I think I'm ready. You're gonna stick with that? Oh, I remember That's that. That's my aspect, because I think. You're gonna stick with what? KK? Oh, yeah. I really like KK. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I remember that. Kim Kardashian? What? Kim Kardashian. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. That goes to show how touch I am. I was like, I didn't know that it started with a K. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to the end. Am I actually getting stuff right now? If you want to. It is KK's turn to share his rising conflict. Kaylin, Andrew? So my first thought was to, as my aspect for rising conflict, to name it after the book, which is called A Hunter in the Dark. But I don't know, that may not necessarily be as uh, invocable, because it's like, what's the book about? So, I feel like there's a certain subtext in the way that um, Johnny Sausalito understands the book, which is pretty much the Good Samaritan. There's a, there's a kind of part of the, the problems that happen to the family in the book involves them trying to help um, this hunter who was found injured, morally injured on the side of the road, and they don't actually save his life. Like, he dies before they, they can do it. And what happens is they have generations and generations of just madness and despair in their family after that. But from Johnny's perspective, the idea of, like, them helping someone who they didn't know, like, kind of, so he's just like, okay. So the Good Samaritan is kind of like... So like, what? What? How did that like shape him? Like what event? Yeah, do you want to read your rising conflict? The, the rising actual rising conflict was he. Um, so his. <laughs> I remember writing this. I, I never actually said this stuff out loud. So in the gang, oh, his what? gang is known as Triple V, and it actually stands for something that I'll say later. It. Um, oh, I kind of don't know what it is now. Yeah, that makes <laughs> it <sound> really dirty. <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not a dirty thing. It's actually kind of just the. Just location. see where the night takes us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a place. Uh, Asher, it's actually a place where I lived for a little while. In San Francisco, Kevin very Green southern part. I was not in the game. This is just you. <laughs> this is me. This is actually. <laughs> this is actually me. <laughs> you guys, she pulls out the book. You should read this book. So the triple V is a place. Also, I'm also. Pretty close to cosplaying as Johnny's also <laughs> Just so um, nice. But there's a place called Visitation Valley, so they were called the Visit- Visitation Valley Vipers. Uh, okay. But they were called no, more commonly known as Triple V. Because who wants to say Visitation Valley Vipers yeah, every time they like, want to refer to themselves? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Who are you? Anyways, the vis- all right, let, let me keep going. So um, his best friend, who was also the leader of the gang, Coco Max. He, Coco Max. Coco Max. He uh, died of a drug overdose. 
They, there's, they all have names that kind of have to do with the snacks that they like, which also kind of are code names for the drugs that they're really in. Oh, oh God! Oh, Anyways, like, oh my God, I love your names <laughs> so much. So Kokomax died of a drug overdose, but uh, the rest of the gang, led by the second in command, whose name was uh, Pixie Nick. Pixie he, Nick? Pixie Nick. They uh, basically ambushed Johnny Sausalito, trying to kill him to make sure that he didn't try to you know, uh, gain control of the gang, but then when he was ambushed, this mysterious man, old man in black, kind of just showed up and then Bits saved his life, and he helped Johnny kill, like, everyone else in the gang. Ooh. And then, before the guy died, the old mysterious man, he gave Johnny Sausalito this paperback novel called A Hunter in the Dark, and really reminds he, me of you. <laughs> he's like, take the book. And then he dies, and then Johnny like opened the book and he started reading it. He actually read the whole entire book, like right next to the guy's dead body. Like that's how like how he gets sucked into, into the book he got. So that and it, me with Harry it became everything like his whole entire <laughs> life, trying to emulate the things that he could learn from the book. Much, so. that's I love it. That's, that's an incredible terrifying. story. He has a very How do you write an aspect for that? Well, so no, the, no. Remember, the, the aspect doesn't cover an entire rising conflict. Yeah. It can be. Right. One single event in that that you like, it can be... The, the Dresden right. Files example is this long, complex thing, and in the end he goes, you know what, I liked the whole point that what kicked this whole thing off was him trying to protect his girlfriend, and so he said, chivalry is not dead, damn it. Like, didn't have anything to do with the demon chasing him and this whole other thing, and blah, 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 blah. I just <coughs> went with like that. So you, your aspect can just be, I like that one little piece of it, mm -hmm. or it can try to encompass a larger thing, or it can be like, you, there's a lot of flexibility, and you write out this to fill out a thing about your character, mm -hmm. and then you figure out what what about that sticks with him to the day. Obviously, the book does. Yeah, yeah. So, so I like the Hunter, the Hunter in the Dark, um, in theory, as an ask because it's it's a it perfectly is the thing that sticks with them from that Rising Conflict story. My only problem with it is, as you were pointing out, with no context, yeah. the Hunter in the Dark doesn't mean. What about um, like this anything. book rules my life? We kind of already he had that sort of trouble. trouble. What's the what's mm. the What's the message that the hunter you said like the good Samaritan? Well, the good Samaritan, and it's and it's how he got the book. This guy gave his book. life to yeah. protect him, and then good gave him the book before he died, and now he lives by this book. And there's also like part of the story in the book is how the family tried to save this hunter. And does he live by the good Samaritan mentality of like when he sees someone in need, that he he volunteers his help? Like I can't. That seems like if you're going to put Good Samaritan as one of your phase aspects, like that's to be a big part of motivation. Yeah, I think that's something that. But if your goal is to serve the book, then it's like. It I think like it's the more sort of like his Bible, right? It's like his Bible. I'm trying to figure out maybe if there's a way to. I it serve in a the book by serving my community, something like that. Or maybe it's something like companies. trying to pay it forward somehow. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like the, the, the. I must pay this forward. gift forward. Yeah. Like there's certain things that he feels like he has to do. What was your background aspect? Um, grew up fighting. Grew up fighting. <laughs> yeah. It's just unrelated to the bump. The pay it forward is nice, since you sort of feel like like this other person maybe they were paying something mm -hmm. forward, and it's just sort of like this chain where now you are one link in this process, and like maybe one day you will save some young. Young buck, and you'll pass the book along yeah, I mean, eventually. How do you feel about just pay it forward? Yeah, okay. I mean, that does, yeah, that's I feel like that's line. totally invocable, and in the context of your character, it's based on, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah. yeah. In terms of like invoking, so I can, let's see. 
It would be in situations where you're trying to do right because of this context. Mm -hmm. It could also be a compel where maybe you feel mm -hmm. compelled, for lack of a better word. Uh, <laughs> that usually is the right word. To, yeah. Like, to help somebody maybe beyond your means, like maybe you can't help them, but... Yeah. Same. Yeah, I Too think generous. it's something that we can, I can work with. What's the, what's the wording uh, we've got so far? Pay it forward. Oh, just pay, pay it, forward. it forward? I mean, it works, it works. Yes. I like working in the book. You had the desire to work in the book, and I like, but I can't think of a wording right now. I wonder yeah. if we leave it there. I bet. If Maybe like moral of the book: colon pay it forward. Yes. The book somehow reference. I know, but that's that's the aspect. Yeah. 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 Referencing the book somehow. I think it's like making a reference to something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I thought of that. Concept? Like yeah. the hunter in the dark: colon what was your pay it concept? forward. Uh, the left hand. That's like book number two in the series. Yeah. Let's keep thinking about that wording, but maybe we can. Yeah, do but, do 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 pay it forward. Just, started, like, I think it's a good. Like, At least no, foundation. No, it's something how, that we can. Let's swap the order of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do it. I got pain, then I started poking. Then okay. Continue okay. Um. Uh. Let's do Sam next. So um. So Jensen goes to college, and he's at college, <laughs> and his uncle occasionally calls him and says, "Hey, I'm hunting a thing. I need some help." And then he has to kind of deal with keeping college separate from the crazy hunting thing and like giving excuses to his roommates about, no, I like, I, I'm not off, to, that, I have shotguns as part of the rifle club, it's totally legit, I'm going out at 3 a.m. and then coming back and I'm taking showers and Molly's dirty and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and, Washing blood off your and, hands. Um, so there's that kind of whole thing and I think he going also going out to college. It's sort of like, okay, this is your family. This is the way you were trained, all that kind of stuff. Are you still going to keep doing that, or are you going to do something else? And so they're sort of like, are you are you on board with this, or are you going to go some other? So it's like, okay, no, he's committed. He's the whole the quote I dropped before. What what man is a man who does not make the world better? So he's like, no, I'm on board. I, I think that's legit. We're going to do that. So that's kind of what's going on. That's the sort of events. So I was thinking either I was on I was on I was. Up for a couple of minutes. I was thinking just the quote, but that's a little wordy. I, I like that. I like the quote. Yeah? Is it it's very... What man is a man who does not make the world better? Mm -hmm. So much is your motivation. I like yeah, it a lot. That your, that your why for, for doing good. Yeah. And it, it's kind of in both directions, too. Academically and monster hunting. Yeah. Yeah, because it establishes the, the educated... Like the, um... That's great. Okay. It's cool. Fine. We'll go with that, then. All right, uh, Cook's Rising Conflicts. Uh, I got caught and sent to San Quentin, a shorter stint than I deserved. Uh, there I met the Birdman of San Quentin, a uh, holder of the title, currently, of Birdman, who, while uh, looked in my eyes, recognized my power, gave me a vision, uh, the fate of my soul, uh, and taught me all about balance. Uh... I owe an act of good for every bad deed I've done. Otherwise, I'm damned to hell. So, his aspect is... I gotta do right or I'm damned to hell. <laughs> well, there you go. Very clear. <laughs> Very explicit. Yeah. He's still like, working on do right to do right. <laughs> like, that's not his motivation yet. It's very much 
So right now he's not. I think he hasn't right. broken. No, it reminds me was like the original Xena plot <laughs> yeah. line. She was super bad. Oh, now she has to do good to like make up for it somehow. Can't think where he's like. God, should I go? Do you remember the original Xena plot line? Should I go? It was a vague thing. This person, or like, I don't know. should I just turn into a wolf and run away? Well, if I help this person, like, I might not spend endless uh, eons in fiery <laughs> torment. <laughs> All right, all right. So that's his. That's his thing. And that'll change as it goes. That's the idea. Pixie Nick. I gotta do right, or I'm damned to hell. Is hell established as like a legit place in this lore? Uh, when I came to the question, um, is there a hell? I know there's the Never Never, and they say demons are in the Never Never. The the Never Never is the supernatural plane of existence. Okay. Um, uh, 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 is there and angels are a that. thing, and demons are a thing. Um, so there are. Talk about are... Much? Yes. Um, t- uh, uh, the bottom line is, uh, yes. In this world, it is very likely that there is, uh, there is a hell. Um, uh, and uh, because because there is, uh, because there is a Hades, and yeah. and the and the 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 underworld of Hades exists. I think most importantly. Canon in the story, and people so, love souls, and and so that 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 exists, and because that exists, like basically, it sort of buttery. validates like, yeah, there. It, it could be that it could be that belief in these things um, helps have given them their power. It could yeah. be that what came first, the deity or the power behind the deity, like. Hard to say, maybe a bit ambiguous, but there are old powers. There are Odin exists, Hades exists, the Christian Odin god. So um, Thor exists too. Pro- probably exists. There's a Valkyrie character somewhere. Um, yeah, there are. There are those. Those things all exist in the lore and in the in in the canon. So it is. Uh, yeah. So there are. You know, there are there are old gods. Okay. Um, and sort of, but like what they what what their what their relationship is. They are. You know, they're. Their, their story level powers, um, but yeah. So I would say that you could be reasonably certain that there is probably some sort of Christian hell. Um, but what you know, what it is, who goes there? Those are questions that probably no one, walk, no one walking on Earth <laughs> can answer. Yeah. The important thing is that Cook believes he's damn pal. Right. This is the vision he received. Now maybe it turns out the Birdman of San Quentin. Is manipulating him, or is a kook, or something like that. Who knows? I could be fun things to explore. It's been too long in solitary. I like the idea that, like, this is what he honestly believes, and if Mm -hmm. he finds out differently, like, he's gonna be pissed. (laughs) Go back to San Quentin. It's like, no, no. The good was inside you all along. He's like, no, it wasn't. It was strictly a risk reward payoff situation. I'm gonna be evil again. I love that there's these options to his character's pathway. All dogs that's, yeah, ahead. that's that's a down the road. You Except can tell you. Kaylin. Um, I think the rising conflict works pretty well for his um, his his blindness, like where that came from. Um, part sorry, partially because that has to do with um, a change in his attitude. Uh, he was um, originally oh, what's the word? Uh, approached for like a mentor pupil kind of thing because you know when you find like wizards just trying to wizard their you know their plants alive and you know someone notices that uh he was like okay but all the rules and stuff kind of chafed him a little bit so he was like nope not gonna do that self-study and got pretty good 
Um, and then was like, okay, now I'm going to give myself supernatural vision. This is going to be awesome. And he does the whole ritual and completely botches it. Gets supernatural vision, but loses his mundane vision. Uh, he gets these, like, shattered irises. That It's a thing that can actually happen where the iris, um, like, tears and disconnects from itself. So the pupil looks all, like, huge and jagged. Cool. It's really cool. So both his eyes did that. You so just have eye holes now. Well, it's it's more like torn fabric, really. It's like the color of the iris is torn, and there's just black, like shards. Icky. Yeah, actually, the pictures of them are really cool and horrible. It's a real thing. Shattered iris. Shattered iris, or also. Hey, I'm just about to Google it and maybe regret that decision, and maybe not. Uh, I think it's called. I am not going to Google it. <laughs> You can draw what your character's eyes look like, and I will be happy with that. Yeah, it's... It could also be, like, a type of flower, too. So or or a torn... Yeah, he loves irises so much. Never mind. Very and bitter then, about irises. Whoa. Oh, you found it? Yeah, it's yeah. real bad, right? Yeah, I don't want to... I don't want to... Whoa! It's really cool. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Okay. Right. Maybe Photoshop. I can't tell. Okay, so some, uh... Some people really have this, but it's a it's a thing. Um, basically, he screwed up his eyes bad, like, and through that experience, learned the value of the rules and doing things by the book. And so he is kind of obsessed with not. Um, so you know why he wears sunglasses now. So he's a rules Nazi now. Um, he, he's a rules Reich. Uh, uh, you know. Um, involved. Uh, I guess I would say that. For him, he, he wouldn't like enforce it on other people, really, but where maybe before he would have been kind of laissez-faire about like, oh, you know, I don't really have an opinion about all those like rules, man. He's gotten uh, from now, Yeah, place. now he, he knows the, some of the like even small consequences yeah. of really not taking it seriously. So he takes it very seriously now. His personal, uh, his personal rule set is very, you don't, you don't even wiggle room. That stuff. Mm, don't mess with power that you're not yeah. capable. Do you have a? Or even if you, or here? even if you're, it's something like that though. Um, okay. You All know, right. Not, not that I don't have an aspect specifically, um, but I mean, you can go with something. You can go with something yeah, like dead that, simple. That you can go with something dead simple, like the rules, rules exist rules. for a reason. Oh, yeah. Sure, that's easy. Um, uh, you I know, like for a reason, like hints at the whole, like you. The rules exist for a reason, and the implication yeah. there is you know the reasons. Like you're a walking representation to other aspects of society. Like, do you I, not speed? Do you do you feel it's important it's to obey the laws of the land? Or is it strictly to, just the supernatural rules? The rules um, it's of the magic. supernatural rules. <laughs> yeah. so, you, so you could rename it to the laws exist for a reason. By saying the laws, I think it that's makes it clear that it's the laws Whoa, whoa, that's a yellow light, man. Jeez. That means slow down, get prepared to stop. Yeah. Not go faster. So I, I really like the laws exist for a okay, reason. Okay, so the laws underline the laws The exist. laws, all caps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so for him, and again, this is not the kind of person who's going to, like, get really irritating and be like, no, you gotta stop doing that, that's against the rules. Yeah. Um, this is much it's more not, about what he's willing to, to do. He's not afraid of the consequences, he's aware of them. He's aware and he, res he respects a the, healthy, the consequences. A healthy respect, healthy for, the respect for the consequences. Which is actually, that could be a... That's that so be different than Alice. I know, right? Hopefully it'll be as fun. Yeah, you know, it's always tricky when you're playing you a more reined-in character. But, well, yeah, so there you go. You still go crazy with magic, just within the rules. Within the rules. There's 
So, since, you know, he's always been sort of, uh, sort of felt like a little bit of an outcast, also just sort of being a literal outcast in San Francisco. Uh, in his adolescence, he, you know, his parents died, he started hearing these strange voices everywhere, um, like the homeless man that his grandparents said passed away last weekend, he saw around the corner, so he sort of starts feeling a little bit freaked out. Super and, creep. Yeah, and sort of starts, like, fighting, revolting against all these fates. Um, so he starts fighting in school, um, until he accidentally tells a classmate the true fate of how his parents actually died. Um, and everybody was sort of mystified as to how Lou actually figured this out since it was sort of a well-kept family secret. Um, so his grandparents decided to take him out of school. Um, Double erotic. Like, like Autoerotic asphyxiation, murder-suicide. <laughs> yeah, it was something terrible. And, um, Scandal. Sexually choked each other to death. Yeah. So, so he feels... Not another one. <laughs> So he feels like he uh, wants to sort of fight, revolt against all these bad things that are happening. Um, so the aspect is sort of the first one I said is like, like between fight or flight, if you fly, you die. So basically, he doesn't Ooh. he doesn't he doesn't have the opportunity to flee from his problems. He just, he has to confront them, he has to deal with them, and if he tries to avoid them, then he will. Also, he can be. Running running that can be compelled if you want to run away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, yeah. uh... Yeah. What, was what was the exact wording? Uh, fight or flight, you fly, you die. I like the between at the beginning, though, that between oh. fight or flight. Like, if you yeah. say yeah. it? Between fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. between yeah. fight or flight. Just you fly, you die. It, the ignorance nice. principle. Yeah. Um, so, I guess that's the lesson that we'll do. Like, that's don't the even try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't even try. You fly, you die. The rabbi! Cool. With the rabbi. I like it. The rabbi, uh... Uh, yes, the rabbi is, uh... Is back on the, back on the path. He's visiting elderly. He's, uh, taking care of people. Someone turns out to be literally possessed by, uh, you know, a, a devil, an evil spirit. And he... Yeah, he gets in there... <laughs> Uh, exactly, yeah. Um, and he gets in there and 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 that uses what powers he has, which at that point is just his brawn and his might, and um, brawls with a brawls with a greater power, but obviously doesn't have what it takes to uh, to cast it out, and is granted miraculous power in a time of need, which is the phase aspect, and um, and realizes that that's the moment that he realizes it's not just okay faith for you know the hard way for uh, for the sake of that. But uh, but it actually through his faith can he he can um, in a time of need. That's the other thing I want. I would love to on. see if there was like some sort of power, like pay a fate point to get supernatural strength for a scene. Well, there's, he has that thing where he stuff, piloted yeah. the airplane. Yeah, that's right. There's God in my hand. Like it's actually the true believer powers are very interesting. Yeah. That they are not um, uh, like breath weapon. Like I'm going to use this when there's problems. It's like no, this is a. Like call upon those that that supernatural power when it's absolutely needed, and uh, and yeah, basically you know did did battle this devil, cast it out, and then was like, oh, I think that I need to double down on both my faith and conviction and in the good that I'm doing with it. Dan, where did that happen? Where do you see that happen? Was it in like a needle exchange in San Francisco, or was it in like a remote village in the mountains of Israel, like? Where do you see that? I can see it in San Francisco because he's definitely going to be. I haven't really gone over that, but like he's definitely like a San Francisco native. Not he's, yeah. he's a Bay Area native. Yeah. And he's he's so this is his community. This is his flock. Um, and I could see it in honestly, um, though I had always kind of imagined it as uh, 
it sounds weird, but like the kind of old folks home where people are like kind of checked retirement out. Retirement community. Yeah, exactly. Like they're yeah, they're and they're all like excessively old. Yeah, like and it's like the people running it are also old people. Like it's a very quiet thing. So, I like that. So he basically is walking in to like visit someone and be like, "Oh, hey, Mrs. Amsterdam, like you got some, you know, we gotta we gotta clean up your room here." And it's like, oh my god, did no one notice that she's possessed? Yeah. Like, is this... Like, she's orderly? orderly? Like, this is a serious okay. problem. And she's so it was kind of... Orderly's and so we'll, just like, she has low blood sugar. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's tired. She's a little watery. <laughs> um, and the yeah, hummus exactly. is bad. She so, always pukes on you if she's in a bad mood. And that's the thing. And like, so I could see him going and in and being like, oh. again. <laughs> As a Tuesday again. Seventy years could definitely be the exorcist. I can see her as the as the front desk person. Moving on, but but yeah, so I can see her realizing that no one else there could do anything about it. He and he jumps in. I like it. Cassie Hollister running her shop. She. Took an item that uh, uh, that she knew was dark. She could, she could, she, you know, she knew that it was a uh, that there was a there was a you know a darkness tied to this uh, to this item. And when people came asking, she ended up in the hospital. From that point on, dot dot dot. And I sort of haven't actually quite figured this out. My problem that I've, what I've, what I want to do here is that it is I wanted it to be sort of this knowledge is power people want the trouble. I want a, a large part of it, and and also the uh, like the hermetic shopkeep, even maybe driving into that is like. It's what it's what made her into this. Like she now understands that knowledge is power. Like that, maybe before then, while she knew that there was power in things, and she knew like there was clearly more to the world than she understood. This event made her realize that it's that the supernatural world is larger and more powerful than she had realized. What maybe, if maybe she this too could have hard. affected someone close to her, like one of her kids or well, her mother or something? Problem, the dark thing got into that. What if she sets out now to attract people to her who can protect her from these things? Or like she realizes like she's gonna attract powerful people to the shop, so she puts more effort into attracting the right people to the shop. Or or she like hides in her shot because she had a bad experience venturing. Yeah, too far that out. that's what I was going for. But then I realized it, it puts her in a very non-proactive non yeah, character, proactive. which sort of works as an NPC yeah. in the status I wanted to be. So maybe I shouldn't even worry about that and go. It's perfect for who I want this person okay. to be in the yeah. narrative. Yeah. So maybe that sure. does work out. It becomes a shut um, kind of thing. Yeah, maybe I just shouldn't worry about it because shock if, if it were a PC doing this, I'd be like, maybe let's turn around and figure yeah. out how the character was actually a little more. <laughs> but you like, want the character to doesn't be go there. out much. This character You're is being specifically hermetic. About yeah. the character's okay, life. okay, then maybe maybe that's going. Yeah. So because I like that it basically made her she's more reserved about sharing this knowledge now. Now she has become someone that that um at, she gets something in um she gets something in it gets payment up front like she she knowledge does not belong to everyone <laughs> knowledge belongs to those who pay yeah like well, well i like the idea that now a large part of her trade is a large part of her trade is you know tit for tat it's like she's not just gonna yeah. let you see this thing you've got to you've got to give something it's not not quite like i don't want to put her more towards the i guard my treasures what what, what am i thinking of i'm thinking of a specific Oh, I'm thinking of the Shadow Broker in Mass Effect. Like a trader of secrets. I don't want mm. it to be quite that, because that's like a very sort of dark well, and like 
barely even borderline That's what I was evil. Saying. With a lot of powers at play in San Francisco, I could see her having a policy of 100% anonymity for her. There's the client confidentiality kind of agreement, and you could involve a story that's like, she ended up in the hospital because... She broke it. Because she didn't realize how important it is to... Like, if you're going to be buying and selling from vampires and wizards and, like, fey creatures, you can't talk to... Can I... When they say, oh, I want to buy that, something? is there blood on this? Like, is this is this a hot item? And you're like... What if it's, like, this town is too small to gossip? Um, what was Carolyn going to say? Well, I was, I was wondering if maybe there's a way to guarantee that, like, if she actively removes that memory of... Like, if she's got an item in her shop or something that does this... She's not I don't want her use. I don't want her using the items for the most part. Okay, but what I'm saying is, is that it might be interesting if she actually can't remember uh, mm. who she who she sells who she sells stuff. stuff or who sells stuff to her. Like as a protection for herself, if everybody knows that she doesn't know. That I really, I really like her. the idea, but but I think not for this character. I like it because it, it puts her too Ooh, much. Ooh, I like it. No, I I like it, but I I don't <laughs> I I don't want her. It makes it feel like she's more like using a power, even if it's like sort of explained uh, as an item. I I want her to be very boring. mortal, other than this detection, and I want her to be a a broker of. She knows things and she has things, and they are traded. Sometimes things for things, sometimes knowing for knowing. What are her thoughts about dealing with people who have? Clearly nefarious purposes. Yeah, like the guy comes in. Like the guy is obviously mustache, a necromancer. He wants a book about necromancy. He's gonna go racing people from the. Gym. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think I don't think she has a policy of she'll deal with anyone. That's like a shadow broker, no problem, right? That person's gonna have a lot of things. She she, she will say this she will trouble. she will take a read too much trouble, and she's like, the the back doors don't open for that person. Right? What about the, the, the doors to the the doors to the like secret shop? What about something like an equal trade balances the powers? Something about that equal trade, and that's a way for her to. But he said he specifically it. didn't want. Maybe it's equal invite trade, only, right? Like, who do you know? Referrals only, something like that. Like, Referrals you do not just show up and talk to me about it. It's like, no, no, fuck off. Unless you've been like vouched for by it's someone who I know. Word of mouth. Members, yeah. members only. Yeah, members only, or I could just be by referral only. By referral, by referral only. They have only. those signs that in say quotes, she has the right to refuse service. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. I also like right. the right to refuse service to anybody. That make that puts her. Both both of these put her as very like closed off. Instead of like an active thing, but, but maybe by referral only is a little more proactive because it yeah. means she knows people who deserve to be known. That also establishes yeah. she has a network. Yeah. So when we, I like it, it yeah. does it does imply the network of connections. Where if it were right to refuse <laughs> service to anybody, that's much more like all right. So your ability is that you turn people away from your shop. Yeah. But yeah. Like by referral only, you're right. There are implications of a of a network of connections of. I know a guy that knows a guy because, yeah. Okay, I'm going to do by referral only. Frankie Sparkles said you should come over here. He's been dead for three weeks. You know anything about that? Also, are you a New York detective? Also, Frankie Sparkles? <laughs> Anyone got an idea about uh, why that That's is? a hipster wizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a sparkle beard. Wait, wait, wait. Sparkles. You were begging for Sparkles or sprinkles? So I can see Sprinkle Beard. I've seen pictures of that. Sprinkle Beard. Well, actually, Sparkles too. I actually have seen someone who like put glitter all in their yeah. beard. I once saw a guy who in person. This glitter is horrible though. That was like glitter pits too. People were like, you know what? Glitter is like. 
shiny and crude. Shiny and crude. Shiny and crude. Why would you? I mean, all right. So that is that is our rising conflict phase. I want to mention one thing. Since a couple people in the chat have asked about like. We're doing character creation, sitting around a table, like, is this a session? And that, yes, Dresden Files and um, all of the different fate systems that we've seen, all of them um, have character creation be an active part of the game of sitting around the table. You don't have everyone go home, make their characters, come back, read them, read them to each, uh, each person. They all take different formats, like, we're about to get into the real meat of the interactive part of character creation. But all of them... Although all this is like, here's what I'm thinking and bouncing ideas off people. Yeah. Because it's so much more narrative. It's yeah. less like, I'm crafting this, and this will give me a plus one to attack. And yeah, but yeah. even even going... <laughs> wow, that was a really good impression. But the, the, rules, the rules even have specific character creation phases that are interactive with other people's character yeah. creation, which we're about to see yeah. in these guest star phases. But even Fate Core has you roll and do this whole thing where you end up creating this network of aspects and... Uh, I don't remember what Atomic Robo did for that, or maybe maybe it didn't. I think we might have skipped that. You know, we skipped too. it because we are we transferred into yeah, we already that had characters. system. We already had characters. Also, but anyway, so yeah, the the fate systems all do have like this as an active like part of storytelling. Even the fact that I'm making a character as the GM is one of the strong suggestions they make in there because it makes you a part of the experience and creates a cool NPC that's even more fleshed out than uh, probably also, any of the other NPCs. As a side note for newcomers, uh, we're in it for the long haul. Uh, we made characters to test out the Dresden File system, and I think we played them for at least a couple months. Yeah. yeah. So there's a good chance we can play this character for a long time, so there's definitely not a, like, Al, just toss this guy together. He's, um... Yeah, it does mean that when we start play, the characters have, like, rock-solid yeah. personalities, backgrounds, and connections to the other players. And you, uh, we won't have any of that, like, wait, why are we even, like, well, and I stand by, together? Like, as I said before, to these guys, is I have... We have all played tabletop games for a long time, uh, and I think we've all introduced ourselves in a tavern. Yeah. <laughs> enough, enough times. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and so it's really nice to be able to be like, so this next phase we're going to do where we I know you, I know set you. up a bunch of stories where each of us have connections to other people and it creates a whole like so when we do our first adventure and our lives are on the line we're like no I can trust Lu Zong he punched the head off a zombie literally literally punched the head off a zombie when it was about to bite me like and it's like instead of being like so I found this rogue in a tavern hope he doesn't stab me in the someone head. asked how do you if you do it all open like this how do you introduce like hidden aspects of your character um, or like hidden oh, hidden qualities yeah. about it. The answer to that is that like it's a pr really subjective thing. Some people are saying, well, that's just the difference between metagame knowledge and in-game knowledge. Um, some groups would say, well, there's, we don't need any secrets around the table. We'll just play our characters appropriately. Uh, but some groups have fun having secret things about the characters get revealed to the other players at the no table because there's so that that can be fun. Depends on the taste yeah. of the table. There's nothing that would stop any player here coming to me outside of our Thursday night. And say, hey, I was thinking about doing this like interesting thing. Maybe it can come out and play as a surprise to everybody. And my suggestion might be, I think that would be extra cool if we do loop everyone in and then work it into the yeah. story collaboratively. Or I might go, yeah, let's spring it on everyone. It could be fun. So you can go both ways. It really, it's just a, it's a taste thing. Maybe the rabbi is a golem. Um, we've had a lot of fun with with surprises <laughs> to the table, um, but we've also had a lot of fun Good with Good with having everyone know something and then build it all together. I did enjoy... The Brandis Epic Destiny there. reveal is one of the classic yeah. memories. Yeah, one of the highlights, right? Yeah. 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 So I, I can I can pretty much guarantee that we're going to have some of those surprises in Season 3 because it was one of the big things we really liked in Season 1. And uh, I think we all 
all would like that to come back. Yeah. To some degree. Okay, next phase. Phase three is the story. This is the big one. This is the beginning of the big one. So this is going to be um, super important. You're going to um, tell your first adventure that then two other characters are going to write themselves into your adventure, which means don't write any of the other characters <laughs> into this by default because they're going to write themselves in. So here's how it works. In this phase, you tie the group together by having each character... Con Oh, that's path of you crossed. Yeah, One, one. A, uh, the third phase is your character's first true adventure. His first book, his first episode, his first case, movie, whatever, starring him. You'll need to come up with a title for this adventure. This can be a lot of fun, but don't burn too much time on it. <laughs> a quick way to do it is to pick an arbitrary rule to guide the selection of the title. The rule could be as simple as two words, each with the same number of letters. Ha 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 ha. I did not know that going through every single book until I read this. Um, that gets you Stormfront, Full Moon, Grave the, Peril, and so on. Or it could be thematic. Every single Jessica Powell's book is, except for one that was a pivotal one. What's an example? Uh, Stormfront, Full Moon, <laughs> Grave Peril. It's all two words. Same With have the same number of letters. All the books are. Yeah, get it. Yeah. Uh, or it could be thematic, like poker or gambling terms for a character who's all about luck. Suicide King, Aces in, or, or <laughs> Aces High, all in. Um... Then you need to think up and write down the basic details of this story for the phase's summary. The story doesn't need to have a lot of detail. In fact, a pair of sentences works pretty well because your fellow players will add in their own details to this past adventure in the next two phases. So this is one where they're actually encouraging us to write less about what the full events of this story are mm -hmm. rather than the other two phases where they've said, go ahead and flip the paper over the back and write a bunch if you want. Um, so if you find yourself stuck, um, look first to your character's trouble. Find a dilemma that has a chance of throwing that idea into question or focus again. That said, you don't, you needn't directly address the issue there. Just provide an opportunity for it to be a factor. You can also look um, to a tried and true author's trick, the story skeleton. The story skeleton fits this format. When something happens, your protagonist pursues a goal. But will your protagonist succeed when antagonist provides opposition? Tune in next time. Do you want us to say that whole thing? Five times faster than that. Do you want us to write that? Like, uh, yeah, last time is? we like literally some of us did that, that, yeah. that wanted to follow that. When, when the tragedy of the opera becomes all too real, Meredith sets out to expose the truth. But will Meredith succeed when the white court uses her past against her? Okay. So, like, and I think about half of us at least used the story skeleton because it's a really nice prompt. Mm -hmm. um, but if you got an idea, you don't need to follow that by any means. It's just a cool little narrative prompt. Simple as that, a powerful one put into effect. Consider the things I just said. Many good stories can begin with a simple story question, much like the one shown above. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So that's it. So, so we need a title in that sentence? A title of your thing, which they do encourage, but don't burn too much time on it. And, uh, and a sentence. Okay. I really like the setting for my old place. It might just be interesting to say, okay, it's the same setup, yeah, but how does and then my two, my two resolution people. When something happens, totally changes, this person tries to do this. Think of it as the back cover of a book. You're it's setting up what happens, but don't you don't have to resolve anything. You don't even have to tell the middle part of it. I've got I've figured out my mind mine this last week. I think I'm gonna just what hang is it? on to the. Oh, I'll read it. Okay. Or I can read it now. Because whether or not <laughs> we use if you guys want, I can do a dramatic reading of it. You know, please, please <laughs> don't beg, don't beg. I think whether or not we use Colma as one of our locations, I want to involve that because I think Colma is awesome. Yep. 
I think last time we used places in the city. Mm -hmm. Was that what it was? Greg, you were talking about tying in the location. So we didn't build our locations first. Um, because we liked last time that we then took, for anyone's story where there was an interesting location in it, we made that one of the key locations. You, you can go from either direction. We have a bunch of locations that we wrote last time that if you're having trouble coming up with one, you could certainly just pull one from the hat and make it a thing. Opera House, the synagogue, Knob Hill, Central Police Station, City Hall, Colma, Pier 14, Brim, Brim Shop won't exist, um, Smuggler's Cove. So it's, uh, could do that. You don't have to. But if, if a location ends up being in your story, which it probably will, uh, it's likely that it might serve as one of our key locations in the store. Like, we can already pretty much guarantee that the Botanical Gardens is going to be one of our main locations, if not Golden Gate Park as a whole. But probably specifically the Botanical Gardens, because it's such an important part of, um, of, uh, what's the blind guy's name? Clay. Clay. Of Clay's, um... The blind guy. He's so much more <laughs> than his ability. Clay Gallows. Right. What's, what's, the, what's the Weird Eyes guy's name? Oh, it's a hey, yeah, it's is that man. what Cassie says? Is that how she the talks? No, no, she's nice. Yeah, that's right. I like to imagine she makes... Or my bull my bullying days are behind me. I like... She'll make underhanded snarky comments. Just kind of like... Complisults? Oh, just like... <laughs> no, you, you do all right for a blind guy. <laughs> I didn't um, mean it. There is a Costco in San Francisco. That's a compliment. It's a good spot, too. All right, all right. I want the field location. There's also a Bart line. I, I almost touched on this first adventure in my Bart rising conflict. All right, everyone uh, heads down to come up with your uh, skeleton there if you need it. I need my skeleton. Really close to me supported. No bones about it. I am going to use the skeleton because I can't think of anything. Right, because you guys, Great, two people are going to write their end. Your suggestion of pulling in one of the forces really helped me come up with oh, that. Oh, yeah, idea. what are our forces? That we is a good idea. So Greg had come up with the idea of everyone so, pulling in a force, which I don't think it has to be a thing, but... No, but, it, but really if, you're, if, you, if you're trying to think of who would be the antagonist, what would be the problem? Like, go ahead and look at this entire list of things. I can't, I can't read your handwriting. The hipster well. wizards, the old powers, the red court, the white court of Knob Hill, the corrupt brass of the police, the black and denarius, political activists, politicians... The, pa yeah. the the troublemaker in Colma could be a hipster wizard. Ooh, um, there you go. I can see the I can see the rabbi specifically having a beef with the hipster wizards. They're really not his style. So I should phrase it. Oh, I'm at Excelsior as a place in this. That's actually the name of the casino, I think. Jensen steps into the middle of the That's the lead. Well, there are a lot of casinos There's a Luxor. I'm probably thinking of the Luxor. There's a casino in Coma. It's called Lucky Chances. They have a 24-hour dinner that serves Filipino food. What? We should do some Field trip. Coma's fast. I haven't been there in a long time. It's greasy. It's very heavy. <laughs> it's greasy. It's old. You can also look at the map. That's giving me yeah, like I'm looking yeah. at and they like locations like okay things that I want to have. I've got a location in mine. Golden Gate Park. Nothing's coming. Think about what forces would. I know. I know. What are they I'm doing? I don't like, like any of those. Angst in Lincoln Park. 
such thingy titles. Yeah. <laughs> it's place. This story revolves around some bad sushi from Japan. <laughs> when Cassie gets food poisoning from bad oh. sushi, oh god! She tries to take them to court, but will she succeed when a lawyer says she has takes no case? The case says she has no case. <laughs> All right, write, write yourselves in. <laughs> write yourselves in. The play talks her out of this and ridiculous story plan. Is called, the and the story title is Public Restrooms on Geary. <laughs> <laughs> when the rabbi gets locked right, in right. a quarter-operated bathroom. <laughs> Hello? I'd like to get out. God, I'm calling on you for this one. <laughs> Funny thing is, I almost like I am leaning towards something that ends up being like in a courtroom. Rented out to Airbnb. No, you can't because it doesn't have to be a physical conflict at all. Yeah, it could be social, mental. The strength of this game is that it doesn't have to be physical conflict. So this could be a courtroom fight. It'll be challenging for people to figure out how they fit in, but it could be. Rabbi is definitely built to be able to compete in a social arena. He'd love being a courtroom. You can be going to argue witness. against a rabbi. Well, I might just be a small town. All right, I, 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 I gotta go with it. It's what my gut says. The it's local matzo factory is threatened by a... <laughs> my matzo <laughs> balls. By a lawyer on a mission. <laughs> what's our, what's our story skeleton again? When when blah blah blah. When something happens, your protagonist pursues a goal. But will your protagonist succeed when antagonist provides opposition? Okay. Well, we might not even be paired up. Okay. Yeah, because it'll be random. It'll be random. But I'd love to partake in a courtroom. <sighs> and whatever you got going. 30 minutes. Okay. Um, this reminds me how much I really like a local place that is Kanish. So all right, all right, yeah. I, might I think I got tomorrow. my. It's a Kanish place in downtown Sarapel. Mm -hmm. What's well, a bagel mm -hmm. place mm -hmm. they do? Really good condition. Do you get served with a warrant? Is that what happens? Typically, yeah. Mm. You get, no, no, you get served with a summons. Subpoena. A subpoena. You get or a subpoena. Summons. I feel like a warrant, but a warrant is, more like is presented. No, like, like a warrant is put out like for your arrest, and then they just come get you. But you I, can also a they judge they issues a warrant. Yeah, when a judge when a judge issues a warrant, right? For your arrest, but you can also have like yeah. a search warrant, which yeah, yeah. But the judge issues that too. But you never get served a warrant. I yeah. think. Unless, like, my preview of my first sentence, or the first uh, sentence fragment, is when no, police enforce, come knocking with a search warrant. You enforce. I wanted to bring in the police and the corrupt rest. There we go. <laughs> How are Kanish's searched? <laughs> with the How side of muscle. Oh, there we go. Okay. No, I want right now. An idea for my freaking story. I'm really scared here. Okay, I got. I, I went nuts here. I think I'm just I, I like the. I don't have a name for it. Black it has to be a stupid visual pun. I can't think of anything right now. I'll wait for Kevin to get that one. Uh, 
died. You can't help That sounded you. really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. You won't be coming. I can't help you, Kevin, with your story. I'm <laughs> That's a bit dramatic. Get out of it. So a guy was riding a train. He tweeted to the company that they had that they had run out of toilet paper. Did that work? And they responded back to him saying, What car are you in? And he was like, I'm in like the men's room in car J. And they're like, we'll get right on it. And they had some stuff like delivered and he has a picture of like the door partway open with like all there, and it all happened within like a few minutes. This when, is the rabbi's first adventure. When the, the rabbi's rabbi rabbi first adventure. <laughs> toilet paper. Yeah. This is when the rabbi gained faith in the system. Like maybe, maybe people aren't so maybe bad. People aren't so Everyone so banded together with a phone. Tweet to God with a phone at five percent battery. Will you have time to respond? <laughs> Miraculous power in a time of need. Miraculous <laughs> power in a time of need. Please, please send a charger too. <laughs> You figured it out? Uh, yeah. I got mine. I got mine. See Mine's you. gonna be... I'm actually really excited about people riding those into mine, because I'm... It's a very... <laughs> How do we choose it's the... It's a legal uh, battle. So... Again? When Cassie um, well, I, we'll do it after we... together. After we, we do the full circle of people's stories and figuring out that aspect, because you write your aspect first, then we'll do a bit of a randomization thing. Well, we'll need to grab some cards. Well, that's what it is. You write your story, and then these two... Are from your guest star ones are your how are how you contribute to someone else's. You write into somebody else's. Right. Yeah, two people are have gonna be contributing right. to your story, but those won't give you aspects. Right. The way. But I wrote them next. I thought they're interesting because one person it was Cook and Brim, and Cook did At Home in the Shadows, and Brim did Evil Has No Place in Magic. Ah. Uh. Mm -hmm. yeah, but this time it's gonna be an Earth pun. Either an earth pun or uh, I'm doing a lot of blindness and vision puns. Okay. Uh, earth faith. is blind to. Hindsight, tunnel blind vision, faith. blind sight, and after pupil. Out well, of sight, out of mind. A man of vision. 
get it because yeah. Did you run the dread game, the dragon in the yeah. tower? Do you have the written materials from that? I think so. I think save. it's on Google Docs. I was about to say save somewhere. Someone's asking for it specifically. They they, <laughs> they want to run that thing with their friends. Yeah, it was also a sketched out flow chart on in a notebook somewhere. But I can give you everything else. <laughs> uh, yeah, send me an email, uh, podcast at thursdaynights.com or overloadut at gmail.com, and I'll uh, get I'll, I'll get it from Kevin. It here. Um, so. Yeah, does everyone want, we want to go around and start with the, uh... I'm ready. The aspects? Yeah. Which way do you go now, Dan? Well, we did one, and we bounced back. And bounced uh, back do you start yeah. with me? Yeah, man. All right, okay. Here is Cassie's, uh, first adventure. Oh, I didn't do a title. <gasps> Cassie's title first adventure. It well, should definitely be Dan, about a wizard store. Dan and, has to go, then. I can start. Uh, you lost your time. All right, fine. I, I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have all a title right, right now, I'm but I'll come up with a title. I don't have a title when either, police no. come knocking with a search warrant... Cassie rallies her supporters to fight the injustice, but will Cassie succeed when the corruption goes all the way to the top? Ooh. So I wanted to bring in the the corrupt brass there. Just like the aspects, aspect? let's figure out the aspects in the title. Of so story. I don't have Fair the aspect trade. from that. So the aspect, you know, should represent, you know, think about her character from that. So I like the the idea that it puts her a bit in conflict with um, some powers with the police, and I could just pull that directly, and it's not the. We don't have a good name for the police that aren't the brass. We call the brass is the the, beat the cops. higher ups. I think the beat cops. The beat cops. Because the they're, yeah. they're she doesn't have a, a problem with the beat cops. The boy in blue. It's, it's the brass, and potentially even extending Bell-tow. to the judges and, and and attorneys. You know that the, the whole system at the at the higher level is is corrupt and and involved with the supernatural. So my thought here. My, my thoughts here is that this is basically like there's some sort of attempt, there's some sort of supernatural power, almost definitely, that wants her shop shut down or wants something that she has, and it's like against everything she's believed in, so I become buyer for all only for crying out loud. And so, um, in trying to fight this, the problem that she runs into is that like there is this corruption, and it's very hard to fight. Um, so, I am a beacon within the corruption. I, uh... But I like, so maybe I should make the aspect about her, the fact that when this does happen, she does fight back. Yeah. She doesn't just go, well, I guess they have a search warrant and I have to do it. Like she, she refuses. Yeah. You can fight city hall or like something Uh, referring to like these values she has. Especially because honestly, right now you don't have, from what I've seen, you don't have a strong why of why you would help people trying to do good in the city. This could be. I like this can be a big, a big one about the big thing about, about the why the, the good versus evil. Why she would turn someone down from the shop that is like obviously yeah. a necromancer evil, and she's like sorry. And this is like her saying like, uh, it's like, like not back now. Maybe, maybe it's, it's those like like oh. like by the people for the people, right? Like I like the idea that there, like serve the, the community. What about the concept of those with means? <coughs> need to stand up for those without. without. Like, I the like idea is, lot. she's taking this to court because she knows lots of other people yeah, when the corrupt aspect. system... Yeah. Right. Those with means need to... Stand must up. stand up. Must stand up for those without. I mean, that's perfect, yeah. Just like that. that. The haves yeah. must protect the have-nots. It's a more succinct way of saying it. Does it... Yeah. Is it communicated? Or, 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 or do you like the, the have-nots? Yeah. What do you feel fits your character better? I think those with means. Because it indicates she's got money. She has money. She's... M- middle-aged with a successful a shop. Like, I think she's actually got money. In fact, I'll probably put her resources up decently high. Um, she's she's a successful business owner. 
And so she's like gonna spend that of her own money fighting this and she's doing it partially because to push back on the very concept of bullying. Great welk with great, and she sees it as bullying too. Alright, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm gonna do those those with means must fight for those without. And then it does the whole she's on the side of good. Yeah. Really. I like that. Alright, love it. Young Dan, and, and it's like the dichotomy of San Francisco too. Right? Yeah. That's also, yeah, the that's actually game. really focused on the. the yeah, uh, it's got that, that class. The class. What's your yeah. story title? Oh, Agnes Fisher? Oh, yeah, story title. That was important. Uh, non Wizard Corp. Um, I like, since I said pick like a theme, and I like the idea that it is, um, it can all be like objects that you'd find in a wizard shop. You know, like, uh, like the, the, the rod, the blasting rod, or, you mm -hmm. know, the ring of levitation, or like the... Sweatiers. So it could be like the, the, uh, what, what would be a, if a search warrant is ring the, is the active thing, what would be, what, what would be, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be really yeah. silly. I got, uh, I got 99 problems. Gavel, the gavel of justice? The gavel of justice plus one. The gavel of justice <laughs> Just plus saying. One. If it's magic. <laughs> or no, what if it's the gavel of corruption? Gavel, I love that The one. gavel of corruption. Yeah, it's, a, it's an item that could even be in her shop. Yeah. The gavel of Beautiful. corruption. Well, the perfect. Yeah. It's a gavel of corruption. My God. My God. <laughs> and they're like, this woman I sells Harry Potter wands. And you're like, but not. that's not one of them. Uh, my credibility is... She wants to swap the gavel of corruption for the gavel of justice. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I love it. Alright. I'm taking most of one of my previous ones. The story is when a blood moon raises the dead in droves, the rabbi doesn't hesitate to answer the call. My thing is, I want to work in... I had a powerful necromancer before, I want to work in Hipster Wizard. It's basically a guy who is experimenting with magic, um, foolishly, who is causing problems, you know, the hipster wizards are, in my mind, one of their things is, like, they're kind of experimenting with powers beyond their control, beyond will their understanding. The, will the so, rabbi be able to stop the, uh, rash a gateway young drug? necromancers? <laughs> what? Thaumaturgy is a gateway drug? I like that. The, the rash young wizards like before that. they release powers not under this their control. Great, man. Just well, out, man. <laughs> this is what I had before, but I want to do something with the monster wizards. Yeah, will the Jedi, will the rat, will the Jedi, will the rabbi be able to stop these hipster wizards before they release powers beyond, beyond their control? control? Yeah, I dig it. I um, like it. Will it, it, touches the, it touches the. When you dig in old ground, too. The yeah, story yeah, title, of course, is the old slogan of the city of Colma, which is "It's great to be alive in Colma." Mm -hmm. You're gonna awesome. hear a lot about Colma tomorrow during the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Do you know about Colma? I have my head. You problems. will. <laughs> 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 do you know, do you know there are more dead people clear. in Colma than Dan. Life. Do you have an aspect? Lou knows. Lou knows all about Colma. By like, <laughs> by like a thousand I, one. I never go there because it's just. By Dan, like, do you have an aspect? Um, uh, <laughs> I do not have an aspect <laughs> yet, and I was, I was trying well, to figure out. What's your old I almost don't want to say those to guide it. Um, what was the story again? Necromancer, so, uh, hipster uh, wizards. But, but when a blood uh, when a blood moon rises the dead raises the dead in droves, the rabbi doesn't hesitate to answer the call. But will the rabbi be able to stop a hipster wizard before he? Yeah. But will the rabbi succeed? Will the, will the rabbi already, succeed? You already defined the goal, which is right. Need a mustache pun. In there. But will the rabbi succeed when uh, hipster wizards seek 
to release powers uh, beyond their control. Yeah. When Seek hipster wizards like throw fuel on the fire, or maybe someone make it worse, or are make they the ones? Were they the ones? I who like raised, specifically calling out the to release power them. beyond their control because it very like explicitly ties into the the, 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 pow- the old powers. To, uh, to control it. So the blood moon raised the dead. Yeah, Not my the hipster wizard. The blood moon raised the dead, and the hipster wizard well, show up and people try write in, to they can potentially yeah, try to control. They basically try to control the the raised undead, uh, which is against the laws of magic, and it's gonna, you know, well, necromancy. Yeah, they die. Well, about, you had a good quote about black magic. Black magic is the tool, the devil. Oh, he said thaumaturgy is a gateway drug. Oh yeah, I think that's a great <laughs> one. That's a great as just aspect. a phase aspect. That's a great that he kind aspect. of like. It establishes yeah. that he doesn't maybe he doesn't like the 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 um He's fine magic, magic all the magic. way. Arcane like, magic is like, Yeah, dead. like like he doesn't dislike magic, but he doesn't like He sees it as a dangerous temptation. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Uh, that's, that's, that's great. That's great. You got compels in there yeah. for, for your own like inter-party relations. You've that's got great. Wait, we're really using that? That's a great one. <laughs> I like it. I, I think it's great. <laughs> it was a gateway drug. And it's directly related to the thing. Yeah. That's it's directly great. related to hipster wizards like trying to like control And the I want to establish that like for, for some reason when we came to the hipster wizards, I was like, it really seems he would be at odds with essentially unguided youth who have power beyond their control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like, that's I love that's that. perfect. That's me. I think this is awesome. And I need to figure out how to spell cool. um, When a local shopkeep is murdered in his home, the deceased family secretly hires Lou to investigate. When Lou speaks to the dead spirit, he learns the mistress was a possessed vampire all along. Will the demonic harlot prove too dangerous for Lou when she tries to seduce him? <laughs> Winner of the 2014 Youth Reader's Choice Award. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Zong stars in In Cold Blood. Nice. I think that's a great aspect, too. Winner yeah. of the uh, two yeah. uh, so, so, so the phase aspect is Dead Men Tell Tall Tales. Ooh. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. Great. Well done. Awesome. Done. No elaboration needed. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Kaylin. Oh, I followed that. Um, okay, I have... Uh, when when strange plants in Golden Gate Park start eating people, Clay goes to investigate, but can he prevent further deaths when the local fl- fae claim the, de- the plants as their cherished pets? Oh, awesome. Yeah, We're going to have to put fae into our movers and shakers because we don't have any fae in there yet. Yeah. Yeah, the, I, I mean, that could be the old powers, to be honest. One of the things I've sort of a catch-all. Kind of, but I think, I think, I think we should toss well, the summer court keeping, into that. Keeping the, uh, the theme, a very tenuous theme of uh, vision and eye stuff, I, the title of this is Blood Iris. Nice. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's, it's a stretch, but... Do you have a phase aspect? I don't! Thinking about the phase, by the way, I was reading that San Francisco has microclimates. So the weather in like the Mission Street neighborhood is going to be different than the weather on Pachero Hill. The Fey. So I was just saying that is one way to bring in the Fey that they don't have a huge amount of power and influence in the city yet. Yeah, because it's not. But the way they brought in is like microclimates. Anyways. And I was thinking about it in like old powers vibe, but Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, oh, that that depends on. It could be when yeah when you say Fey, the Fey could be a lot of different things. I said the local Fey, like this is their. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. No, I like that. I like that. Because the, the Fae doesn't have to be a part of any of the courts, either. No. The courts are just, this is just their particularly spot. large, ultra-powerful, important so powers the within the Fae. So the aspect is 
I think that he I has. Like he feels. He, he feels like a, there's a certain amount of responsibility for. Mm-hmm. Um, for stuff that he can deal with because he's so specialized because he's like plants and like this is my thing. Like this is this my... is my thing. It's actually <laughs> kind of my. Earth magic is my job or something. I, kind I, of my I like that. I, I like that it's. Uh, uh, yeah, like it could be like don't mess with my domain. Like it could be like a, a very like territorial thing. Just sort of like or something it like puts that. it puts a very actually covers it the feeling properly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like it's he's like he's he's taking it on himself. No one like said you're in charge of all the plants in Golden Gate Park. Yeah. It's more kind of like I'm in charge. I name myself Stuart. <laughs> Stuart. I'm Stuart. Stuart. But your name was. Um, so do you do like now. do you like something along the lines of do you like something along the lines of like this is my turf or like not on my you know not, not on, on my, my turf actually not, I like not on my turf not on my turf sometimes you say an aspect and there's no way that it could not be used All right. thank you not on my turf <laughs> somebody help me I like it because plans. it communicates a very um, uh, proactive. Uh, yeah. A very I, proactive aspect that can be compelled there, where it's proactive. like, yeah, when, maybe too proactive in some ways. <coughs> Don't help me, I can take care cool. of this. Yeah. Cool. Title of the first Cook graphic novel: Beggar's Feast. <laughs> On his first Christmas out from prison, Cook <laughs> just wants Christmas. a. Hot meal at the Mission Street Soup Kitchen. Uh-oh. Though the menu advertises baked ham, Cook's werewolf senses recognize the smell of human flesh. Tonight, the vampires are volunteering to serve the poor. To the poor. With his stomach growling and his hackles raised, Cook sets out to bite the hand that feeds. Oh, oh, nice. oh, All right, so we'll see you next week. Uh, what a season three is over. Oh, the aspect is even losers deserve to live. Because he is a defender of the losers of the city. <laughs> Okay. He does not like that the homeless and and unseen of the city are basically the price that is being paid for. I like it. You've got a very a very similar thing with those of means must stand up for those without. It's protecting protecting the weak of the city, which is a thing we keep seeing as a recurring theme. The 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 class, the the different class warfare and stuff like that. It'd be great. Cool. 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 Um. So. Predator of the Presidio is the title. Yeah. Uh, when mangled bodies turn up in the Presidio, Jensen and Jensen go on the hunt. <laughs> when old power, when I put parentheses old power, I don't know what it is. Old power, something in the old power category. Yeah, Maybe some critter. Uh, poses a threat they have never faced before. Oh, so like something it. they're not familiar with, Calculus. something weird. Okay, yeah. you can say Do you have an aspect for it? now. And then uh, the I hadn't think of it, but it was something mind. like the board? answers are out there, like researching something like okay, he was able to figure out what the hell it was. Oh, and how to so, so you like preparing? Yeah, is it is it a? I like that you're bringing in the idea that like they're fighting something they've never seen before. Research Obviously, at weapon. least he survives uh, in some fashion. He's no, it's his power. But it sounds like what you're focusing on is the element of your character that is about like 
doing the research and preparing for a fight. Like, basically, the way you defeat this problem is not by just going in half-cocked and, like, figuring out. It's like, no, no, no. When you, is that, you looked uh, up on it. Up. Yeah. Something of prevention is worth a pound of a, cure. An ounce of prevention? Yeah, that's the one. It's Something like that kind is of that, Does that fit the sort of character? Do you see him as like uh, like doing a lot of pre-study? Because I didn't get that as being explicit in the story. It could have been a solution. That yeah. may not have been. They may have gone in guns blazing. From what's written there so far, there's... That's no, yeah, good. I was thinking like, because that was sort of... I want him to be like a good sort of library science, that sort of stuff. Like he's good at like... Okay. Finding I really answers. like an ounce of, pre uh, of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I think it, it might be the wrong allegory, though. Yeah. yeah. It's well, really it, because it's not so much prevention. It was you're like, right, like right. the answers are waiting to be found, or like knowledge is... Like it's almost exploiting a the weakness. The answers are already out there. A bee in the bush is worth seven in the... <laughs> the something? Tush? The tush? <laughs> the tush? <laughs> That's a really obscure one. The, a bee in your bonnet is worth three tomorrow. One in the bush is worth two in the hand. <laughs> uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, so you do like the 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 sort of like do do your research to like, yeah, that like kind don't of don't, thing. don't go in don't go in unprepared. Yeah. There's a More book like, about that. Yeah. Early to bed. Uh, I kind of like. That. There's a book about that. I, that's perfect. <laughs> I like yeah. There's a lot. They've yeah, never seen. Good. They've there's a power they've never <laughs> seen before. Well, don't worry. Like there's, there's a, a book, book about that. Yeah. You perfect. Trunk full. Yeah. Of books. I do imagine the research he does because he's. Oh. Doing there's the a book about that. He's great. And because it's supernatural it's stuff and it's old knowledge, it's not the character research. in Magic School Bus. <laughs> you know Arnold? the one I'm talking about? No, no, no. The one who always, always says, Arnold. according to my research, and she just I'm has just a book. I'm just going to assume it's Arnold. In that okay. episode about the specific. I like that. There's a book Arnold. about that. That's perfect. You have a talk to Arnold. And she has a <laughs> Aspect. The characters are in my bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, All right. It's All right. Here. KK. Take it away, KK. When Johnny Sausalito is given a mysterious book from which he gains purpose, dark forces also compel him to harvest souls for a distant god. <laughs> Will Johnny be able to reconcile his newfound beliefs with his violent urges in A Reason to Kill? <laughs> <laughs> and so the aspect here is kill the killers. Right? So in this story, he's, he kind of goes through a Dexter thing. Right? I was about to say, so I was like, got a little bit of a Dexter <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> Season 1 and 2, Dexter, uh, not the tripe that came after. <laughs> exactly. Um... All right. Well done, everybody. Yeah, All right. Do we want to? Like so I, like I think that. we got to divvy up who's in whose yeah, story. Divvy up so yeah, we don't have time to do phase four, but much as we did last time, I think it would make a lot of sense. Right. You know, it's a lot of fun. Can Can your we, name or card. So give two cards to each person, Sam. I don't have that I many cards. So tear them all in half. Tear, right. tear your card in half. I don't think. I think that's uh, not fair. Right. Your character's name. Your character's name on each card, and your character's story name on each card. Okay. What story? So the time like your, your book, your book, yeah, in cold blood, yeah. Mine's in braille, so I hope that you can read it. <laughs> Did you fold them in half? I haven't decided. I was going to make little no, like don't fold it in half, please. Do we have to write them on both? Is that what we said? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which one is it? You don't know. You don't know. You can't tell. <laughs> Mixing them up. Oh, huh. 
cool. And we could uh, type up our stories on Slack as well so we can read about them and think about. Oh, I wanted to bring that up actually, is should we discuss that stuff on Slack? Or is I think, that more I think of there's an no, at the table? No, I think there's no harm in it. Unlike yeah. something like Fiasco where there's a discouragement to like, yeah. no, don't, okay. don't like try right. to come up with like, this is, Good. we're, we're building something for okay. years of a campaign. Together and then. Oh uh, yeah, so hand them all to me and I'm basically going to shuffle them and then pass them, shuffle, shuffle. pass them out. Oh, oh. The run it on one side. Awkward. Well, you're going to hand them out anyway. Uh, oh, that, that'll, it'll work. <laughs> You did it wrong. He's Chinese. One of them flipped Greg. No. Don't worry, Cam. I'm a quarter Chinese, so I have to. Never mind. I'm worried. How do I feel about this? I'm worried. I don't know. Okay. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Offer my services. And you can't get yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, what I'll do is I'm going to pass out one rounder on the tape. Oh, this Chat wasn't the right way to do it. Well, yeah, whatever, it'll work. It's 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 no, no, no. no. You're going to wind up with two of the fans. No, but then you just, you just pass it into the pile and redeal. Oh, okay. It'll, it'll work. So, Sebastian Graves is starring in Beggar's Feast. Sebastian Graves. Well, okay, literally you have your name tag right there. I was reading it off the name tag. Uh, Jensen is uh, starring in It's Great to Be Alive in Coma. Fantastic. We've got uh, um, Jim, Jensen was Cook is starring in uh, a Predator of the Presidio. All right. All right. Clay All right. All right. is starring in <laughs> Predator of the Presidio. Ooh. Ooh, um, Lu Zong is starring in A Reason to Kill. <laughs> Not starring, well, co-starring and guest starring. Guest starring. Guest starring. Um, guest starring. The rabbi is guest starring in In Cold Blood. Ooh, yes. uh, we've got, I can't remember my character's name all of a sudden. Cassie is starring in Beggar's Feast. Oh, cool. uh, Johnny Kevin Codd. Johnny Sausalito <laughs> is Jason. also starring in Blood Iris. Oh. Uh, Jensen is also starring in Blood Iris. Cook is also starring in A Reason to Kill. Uh, Tell me if you get a duplicate and I'll hand it back. Um, Clay. Uh, Clay is also starring in The Gavel of Corruption. Ooh, boy. Lu Zong is also starring in It's Great to Be Alive in Coma. <laughs> yes, uh, that one's a duplicate. That's a really so, interesting way of spelling uh, The Rabbi is also starring in The Gavel of Corruption. And uh, Cassie is also starring in In Cold Blood. 